Welcome to Stage Crunchy and Milk. If you have questions or comments, we have multiple ways we can be reached. Twitter is, of course, the best way for those that need instant gratification. And the show's Twitter feed is at SkimPod, S-K-I-M-P-O-D. Stage Crunchy. For the more patient amongst you, the email address for the show is podcast at stagecrunchyandmilk.com. Crunchy again being spelled with a K. Crunchy. Hey, feel free to give us a call at 216-264-6311. That's 216 216- 264-6311. We're available by Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, anywhere. Fine podcasts are available. And of course, it's the website, stagecrunchymilk.com. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share wherever possible, including on YouTube, where we can now be found at Stays Crunchy. And over on Twitch, we're still Stays Crunchy in Milk. Our personal Twitters are Tatum216, Lunchbox2099. And I'm your host, the internet's Tayrail 713. Stays crunchy, stays crunchy, stays crunchy, stays crunchy, stays crunchy, stays crunchy. So, two weeks ago today, my lady's shitty ass job that she hated and they were ter- terrible to her, uh, basically shit canned her. And it was terrible and she was worried and sad and angry and all these emotions. And now two weeks to the day later, got a whole new job, making a lot more money, doing shit, she doing shit around the industry she loves. And I'm just like so gassed for her that that uh, it was it, it had been past time. I bet. And I, in fact, I've been telling her multiple times, like, you got to get the fuck up out of there, man. That place is no good. They, they don't treat you well. They don't respect uh, uh FMILA or uh, ADA shit because uh, because you know my lady has uh, rheumatoid arthritis which means technically she is a disabled person and they fucking would do everything they could to not abide by the laws regarding that and they were just shitty to her she constantly had to like basically keep track of uh, emails at that company and and uh, record phone calls and shit so she'd have proof how shitty they were in case it went sideways. And fuck them. They were terrible. They were a terrible company. And I won't name them to shame mm. them. But uh, if you uh, fuck around with, uh, you know, lost bids and shit like that there in the great state of Florida, you probably know the company. So. <laughs> but I'm, 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 I'm hyped for her. And then, like, our friend, uh, 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 the former, uh, uh, well, I'm just going to call her Jess. I won't put her last name out there. Uh told me she found uh, a job uh, as well since being let go from uh, from where we work currently. And I'm just like, I'm uh, I'm excited for people who are out there looking to be out here discovering and finding. And I'm just like, and and finding gigs that seem to do right by them in their pockets, but also seem to do be, be doing right by them in their using their skill set. And it's just kind of kind of dope. And uh I don't know, man. I, I I I know I know our job is uh I know why I'm loyal to my to our job. I've told y'all that in the past before, but uh, it's also like, man, bro, it's a lot of people out here hiring that do that do a little do do a little better than not that I, not they do better than my job because the reality of it is nobody's touching my job when it comes to time off. <laughs> I just want you to know, I have four weeks of vacation. I now have 10 days of sick time. They just upped our bereavement to like almost a week. It's like <laughs> they not, nobody out here in, in standard industry is fucking with that shit. It's, you'll have companies that say you have unlimited PTO. 
But then if you use it, they look at you sideways. And my yeah. job don't do that. And so it's like. Not to it, mention federal holidays and three personal days. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah. It, it's only one fed holiday I don't get off. And uh, fuck that day because I don't celebrate it anyway. My company gave gave us the first Juneteenth off. You know what I'm saying? We're like when everybody else is like, "Oh God, this is a federal holiday. What are we gonna do with it?" No, my company did take that day. I will at you. So and yeah, I, my, I mentioned that on partner, the Juneteenth. Is- my partner's job still doesn't do MLK Day or Juneteenth. Yeah, see, that's a uh, that's wild reckless to me, man. Yeah, I and her manager always saying how Eminem is the best rapper, so you know how what's going down. <laughs> Well, uh, uh, yeah. So, like, as 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 we near Juneteenth, it, by the time you hear this, Juneteenth will have passed as, as as a celebration. It's just like I again, like I said, I celebrate people finding new gigs. <clears throat> I definitely, of course, I celebrate my lady finding a new gig because you know what I'm saying that that directly affects my home and its operation. But it's also just like super dope that that worked out worked out on the site that 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 my man our man, our man Gabe was having an issue with Indeed. Uh, uh, which uh, you know, what I'm saying he kept getting people who was trying to basically hustle him, and basically just get his information. Whereas for for my lady, it worked out to be you know, what I'm saying three interviews, mind you, three interviews, two over two two over teams and one in person. But she uh, really uh, sold herself well, and 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 like I said, I'm I'm quite proud of her for that. But yeah, man, I'm sorry, man, my job may not may not uh, you know bankroll be the illest. But they take care of me in other ways that uh it cannot be slept on. <laughs> so especially at my age. I'm just I'm just at a point where I'm just I'm old enough where I'm like I, I can't go shimmying out in these streets no more. <laughs> so I'm hopeful uh that, that I don't have to. And uh but I support those who have uh they 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 did not raise interest rates uh today for the first time in uh a while. They did say they might raise interest rates two more times this year, but by not doing that. It uh, hopefully uh, staves off inflation like it seems to be working. Prices seem to be coming back down to reasonable, except for groceries, which is still on this bullshit because they shrunk all our packaging during this time. They have been giving us less and charging us more. More. How do you fix that problem when when they when they invested so much into fucking us over? So there's no real way for them to fix it, but they can continue to just fuck us over. Because Gatorade come in 28-ounce bottles now, not 32 no more. It's disrespectful. Disrespectful. I, my, my partner bought me a box of uh, Razor Brand Crunch the other day. That motherfucking box is the slimmest box of cereal I've ever fucking seen. Like, yeah, we, you know, usually we spend a little money, uh, more money and get the family pack or whatever, but just a regular ass box. It was like a half an inch. It was like literally. It is so thin. I'm like, what? what I'm gonna get like two and a half bowls of cereal out of this bitch. Like, what a world. Yeah, the they they that particular industry and brand. I'm saying of, of, of type of bullshit. Marcolo. Really, really was really went hard on like I'm fucking y'all. And y'all gonna and y'all gonna take this dick no matter what. And I'm just like, it's crazy that how how bad groceries are right now in this country, and not just this country. Because like I said, Box and I were were in Canada recently enough where I was like, mm, that is some shrinkflation going on up here too. It is, it is, it is. Hate it. 
<laughs> I hated I hated uh, I hated a lot. And I know people are gonna be like, well, you know, it was a pandemic and this, that, and the third, but I'm just like, mm, you don't have to fuck us. Because their profit all these all these companies already are, are wildly profitable. And they just decided, I'd like to be more profitable. <laughs> and you will be the 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 cause of that. And I'm just like, I don't know, man. Capitalism be on some wild shit, y'all. Congratulations to my lady for getting a new gig. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll get back to the sweet part, the sweet part of this uh this this, this situation. The gig, the gig seems real good. Uh, they uh they seem uh, it's a local uh, local. It's a smallish, like about fifty some odd employees. That's so they dope. they be like they be quick to like let's go to a a, a game, a baseball game, or a bar. I'm like. It's like it's both dope that they do that, but also like means we have to get real social again, you know what I'm saying? And I ain't really I don't know if I'm built for social, but I'll figure it out and I'll find my find my uh my path and so forth, and that'll be fun. Plus, it's, I don't know. It's just it's always dope to uh for, for people to do well. And on top of that, like, you know, you are she I mean, not to to be talk too much of y'all business, but she already with you on the insurance, so that that usually sucks with a new job. She ain't got to worry about that. Uh, she gets that she is a, a a social butterfly, so she can get back into meeting people and making connections yeah. in the industry that she loves. Um, and like like I said, like look, I I worked for a smaller company before, like as far as like the the perks around like. Uh, you know, they'd be having a dope ass kitchen sometimes and uh, all, all the little stuff. Um, I got some nice bowls I can give you off of uh, she can pack lunch because I ain't packing lunch and packing lunch no more for myself. Hey, I'm, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm down for the down. Uh, so after after 90 days, this her position includes here's here's what they they mailed her GO, health insurance, medical, dental, and vision. That matters because I gotta get I gotta tell you, a lot of folk ain't out there giving the uh, uh, vision. It's weird. We get vision. Uh, life insurance, 401k, matching contribution, all of which are available after 90 days. And our employee benefits summary and handbook are attached. So, you know, it's all right there. Uh, it was already uh, uh, 10K more a year than she was making at the last job, and she squeezed another two out of them, which I'm nice. so proud of her. I'm, I'm like, I'm glad she had that some hustle in her. And uh, and got and got and, and and got him for some more, and I'm like, I fuck with it, and uh, I think she made, I, I I know she made an impression because we she got an email from there at like six thirty Monday morning, like, uh, what was that? Was it Monday morning? I think it was Monday morning, or or it was like like Friday morning or whatever. It basically, was like, hey, uh, let me get it, let me get you in here for this uh, third interview, <laughs> like uh, stat. I was like, okay, and then they hit her back and it was like, we'll let you know by Friday. And of course, they let her know today, which is Thursday, as we record this, that uh, that she had gotten the gig. And I was like, "You had made you made an impression." I already knew the deal, but once they start hitting you up, when they soon they get get in the door in the morning, you know what it is. So it was like, I'm very happy for her. I'm very excited that uh, it it is all is all working out. So she starts, I think, on the 26th. So she gets another uh, another week of uh, chill vibes, and I'm like, good, good. So. And Xander's car should be working tonight, he thinks. And if that is the case, everything's coming up Millhouse because that means uh, that means uh, she can take the car out to work and he can take his car to work. 
and I can sit right here like I do every day <laughs> and do my job. <laughs> so that is what is that is what is calculating in 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 uh, in, uh, in our in our lives, or at least what's going on in my house right now. I figured I'd share share it with the gents here early. Standard show this week. You know what it is. We back at it, and I guess I should you know get to it. So let me click over here to my show's notes. And who's the black sheep? What's the black sheep? You know not who I am or when I'm coming, so you sleep. Was it in your room or was it in your sphere? Knew none of who I was, but listen here. Drez, D-R-E-S. Yes, I get sucker starts. If it's all right with you, I'll rip this one here apart. Back middle to the front, don't front. Want a good time, going to give you what you want. Can I get a hey? Hey. I get a yo. Yo. You got a hey? It's for the hoes. The style is creative. Black sheep is a native. Can't be violated or even decepticated. I got brothers in the jungles, cousins on a quest. Deaf and deaf. Ah, I never knew that this was, this was a lyrics. Deaf R word uncles in a party where they rest. That is the lyric? Huh. Guess which way, what way, how? How? Mr. Long dress black sheep slam now. Now. No, you hurt the others. Phonies to the lovers. But then, of course, the choice is yours. You can get with this or you can get with that. <laughs> it's because I was watching Enter the Spider-Verse and they kind of like remixed that with uh, Apache and, and and the choice is yours and it sounds so good when he when he throwing up in the in the in the in the subway with his uncle. God, yeah. I love that movie. It's a good good you should be watching. You should watch Enter the Spider-Verse and then go see Across the Spider-Verse. Anyway, hello and welcome to it. This takes Frenchy and Milk's episode 498. And uh we riding down to West Covina. I am your host, and it's Taylor 713. Joining us always my best friends. It's the 216 Zone, Young Tatum. Big Anthony in the house. We outside. And of course, the homie Lunchbox 2099. You don't know it, but he's topless. <laughs> Remember when I gave everything I've got? Couldn't get deep down inside. How you love someone who didn't love me. But now I get if he don't want to. Love you the right way, he ain't gonna. It ain't where he's at. It's where he wanted to be. Damn it. It's like I felt like I knew it from the word go and I just didn't get it. Tell me, sir, what's this? Uh... That is Keisha Cole. Let it go. Featuring uh, Missy Misdemeanor Elliot. Nice. What's Keisha Love Cole? Right like way, he ain't yeah. gonna. Still looking Little good. Kim was on that one, too. <laughs> Well, as we told you last week, and as I'll share with you now, we are back to, to back to form. It's a standard operation. We are remote. So you get a couple of news stories. You get some of the assholes. You get our, us telling whatever tales we will tell. We care to tell this week. Little entertainment news and we'll be out. It's lovely. It's a real planned out situation. It works pretty well for us. Uh, over the years, we, we have done it and continue to do it. Uh, so I'll start with you, uh, your, your, your news. Uh, this one I thought was, just, I, I just thought it was wild. So I'm, I'm, uh, just, uh, I'm, I'm gonna read it. Y'all can tell me how wild y'all think it is it's from, uh, Matt Dixon over at Politico. It's wild. DeSant- DeSantis appointed county commissioner resigns after Ku Klux Klan pictures emerge. Tallahassee, <sighs> Florida, a Gadsden County commissioner appointed by Governor Ron DeSantis abruptly resigned last week after pictures allegedly Allegedly. I don't know how it's allegedly when it's a photograph. <laughs> Look at this photograph. <laughs> Showing him in a Ku Klux Klan outfit started to circulate, according to the Gadsden County 
Sheriff Morris Young. Young said the pictures were brought to him last Tuesday and multiple people told him the pictures were of Gadsden County Commissioner Jeff Moore. He said when he approached Moore about the pictures, Moore did not deny it was him. He never denied it all, refuted nothing when I showed him showed him the pictures, Young said in an interview. Young, who is black, endorsed DeSantis. He shouldn't have. I thought he needed to resign, and I told him that. Moore, a Republican, shocking no one, was appointed by DeSantis to serve as commissioner in early August. The governor's office confirmed on Monday that Moore resigned last week, but said they did not know why. We are in the middle of a hur- of hurricane prep. I'm not aware of the photo you sent, but Jeff did submit his resignation last week, said Taryn Finsk, the census communications director. On Monday, Moore said he was in the middle of preparations for Hurricane Ian and would reach out on Tuesday or Wednesday. He has since not responded to multiple requests seeking comment. The pictures began to circulate in Gadsden County in recent weeks and made them to, young- made the- made them to Young's desk last Tuesday by a group of people from the county. That was the first time I had seen them or started or started having to deal with it. He t- he said he told me it was a costume. Gatson mm. is located in rural Wait, North Florida, along along with the, along the Georgia border and has a black population of 55 percent, one of the highest in the state. When DeSantis appointed more, he was o- the only non-black member of the county commission. I'm not surprised Governor DeSantis would appoint someone with this ideology, said president of the NAACP Tallahassee chapter, Mutaki Akbar. Even if they don't know about the picture, it's the kind of person I can see him picking. Now, y'all might not remember this. I'm just a small country lawyer. But back when DeSantis was running against uh, the, the, I forgot the, the, the brother's name, but uh, he in the debate said, I'm not saying Governor DeSantis is a racist, but the racist is fucking with Governor DeSantis. And Governor DeSantis was like, what? No, how dare you? And I remember taking that video and putting it, uh, putting ether over it. Yeah. And, and posting, it on, uh, posting it on Twitter. And eventually, like years later, Twitter yelled at me to take it down. So I'm like, all right, fine. But yeah, I don't think no one's shocked that Governor Brian DeSantis hangs out with Ku Klux Klansmen. He's a piece of shit and is trying to ruin the state of Florida bit by bit just so he can hopefully become president. I guess I didn't ruin the country bit by bit. That seems to be what his, uh, his intention is. But, uh, you know, fuck him. Standard to go fair here. And uh, I, sure, it's a costume. Okay. Why do you have that costume? We didn't even get a costume like that. Because they don't sell that at Spirit Halloween. So. <laughs> gonna, I know the ones we go to. <laughs> we'll go with that, man. In better news, more vibey news. This is from the good people we're seeing Cleveland. This is uh, Maria Elena Scott on the byline. Cleveland's first black-owned recording studio could become a city landmark. Uh, Louise and Thomas Bodie's affordable, convenient recording company served Cleveland and beyond for decades. The Bodie Recording Company helped shape Cleveland's music scene for more than two decades recording albums by local artists who might not have gone on to the fame, but whose work was important right here in Cleveland. It was also the city's first recording studio owned and operated by black Americans, Louise and Thomas Bodie, and worked with musicians playing all genres, laying down tracks at its longtime headquarters at 12202 Union Ave, where the Bodies Mm -hmm. also launched a variety of labels. Over the years, the premier low-cost studio has received recognition for its work, including a three-CD reissue set from Numeral Group in 2011, 
and it's now set to be named a historical Cleveland landmark. It's our culture, said Ward 4 Councilman, Councilwoman, forgive me, and Landmark Commissioner member Deborah Gray, who has been a part of the push. This is black slash African-American culture finally having something that's going to be put in the urban black community that's going to represent basically all musicians, all artists, all creators. We have the Bodie Record Company studio that's going to be in our black community, she said. Cleveland's Landmark Commission officially voted to nominate 12202 Union Ave uh. as an official city landmark. The commission looks for three components when nominating landmarks, according to the city planner and its city hall staff members for commission Carl Brunyes. Uh the, fir- the first is age. We generally use 50 years as our marker, said Brunyes. The second is integrity. Does the building still look much like it was? And the third is significance. And significance has many different things. It could be architectural or cultural. 12202 Union Ave in Ward 4. Lot looks unassuming from the street, housing a single family home, garage, and a small space that once functioned as a dairy building and a car repair shop. But Louise and Thomas Bodie brought the lot in 1959. They turned the unassuming space into a recording studio for more than two decades. Orphaned at a young age, Thomas Bodie was raised in Cleveland by his grandparents. Thomas practiced his life, lifelong love of electronics at East Tech, Technical High School, graduating in 1942. The only black students in his class, Thomas struggled to find work after graduation despite his diploma and knack of, for machinery. With America's interest into World War II, Thomas began working on airplanes at an Air Force base in Dayton before being inducted into the Air Army Air Force. After the war, Thomas got a job as an organ repairman and used his payout from the Army to buy recording equipment. Before creating the studio at the House on Union, Thomas began recording in his Glenville basement and officially opened the Bodie Recording Company in 1959. Louise Bodie grew up listening to gospel country, western, and the blues in Mississippi before moving to Cleveland and attending Glenville High School in 1953. The two married in 1963 after mutual friend and DJ Bill Hawkins played matchmaker. Although Thomas began, bought the Union Avenue property in 1959, it took the pair years of work to transform and open the studio behind their house. With Louise working as president and Thomas overseeing the recording process, the Bodies made a name for themselves throughout the region. They recorded everything, gospel, bluegrass, soul, rock, country, western, and rhythm, rhythm and blues. With low rates and quick turnarounds, the Bodies drew black and white musicians, even attracting artists across state lines. We have a historical house that created all music for all entertainers of all races in our community, said Gray. The studio itself was almost entirely self-sufficient because many suppliers wouldn't sell to black business owners. A little more to that article, but it'll be in the show notes and you can, uh, you can certainly uh, read it for yourself. But I think that's, it's just dope, man. Cleveland, man. And in, in, in the neighborhood I grew up in, I, I know that place very well. That's dope. I didn't, I didn't realize that. Yep. Yeah, like I did used to live off of union, but uh, she was more, it was more toward, uh, where dance people was at. <laughs> so yeah, a little, like, uh, little, little, little more towards St. Alexis, I believe was the name of the hospital, right? Yeah. That's where I was born. Oh, say word. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, it doesn't exist anymore. Oh, yeah. Damn, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I grew yeah. up on 123rd, um, off Kansman, you know, the next, mm-hmm. uh, main street over is union. Very good. That neighborhood. Yeah. Special little vibe over there, man. But uh, 
There you go. That is your your news items for the week. As I can realize, I can turn my my background light off because it's like blinding me right now. My eyes is like stop it. <laughs> and uh, give and go, man. First up, as always, is Tatum. And what you got for us this week, sir? Well, I could talk about a number of things, but I'll talk about um, a little bit of what I did on my birthday. Um, my birthday uh, was. If you didn't uh, know, my man's born day was a, a couple of days ago. Happy born day to you, sir! It's a celebration. Yeah, it, it was um, a pretty good day. Like I, I told the fellas the other day, like um, you know, my partner had had some plans for me. I was like, I appreciate that, but I don't want to do that on my birthday. I would like to do something different. So we went to the rock, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I haven't nope. been in a in a super long time. Yeah. Um, I was just talking to your partner about. It. She's like, oh, looking at some of the pictures I posted online. She's like, man, I haven't been there so long. Um, I, I I need to get there. I was like, at the end of this uh, month of June, um, they're doing um the 50 year anniversary of hip hop um uh, celebration. Oh, hey, we're gonna do something here for it. Yes, I was literally no joke planning to go to New York in August to try to be in the. Uh, in the Bronx on the on the anniversary, which is uh, I believe April eleventh is uh, the actual official anniversary date. Well, yeah, August eleventh. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Our um, our raw call is doing something. They already had like it sectioned off. They they're yeah. like they're starting to exhibit already. Man, it was so. My birthday was too. I hope they have some pimp rides. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope that exhibit is there too. But um, <laughs> they. It was it was crazy. So my my birthday was Tuesday. We went there Tuesday morning. Maybe it op- the the rock hall opens up at ten, I think, and we were there by eleven because the like the boys were in summer camp, so the the day was our oyster. And um, so we get there, we find some parking, we get over, and that motherfucker is crowded. I mean, I've been to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. A few times, maybe like maybe five or six times my total. Like maybe this is my fifth time, but um, it was so crowded, and then like it was just so many just old people. <laughs> it was just like it was so crowded. I it was uh I've never been there and been that crowded before at like eleven a.m. and like um we had asked the uh one of the young ladies working there. She's like, I don't know. I don't know why it's crowded today. It's, it's fucking Tuesday. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but I guess it was like a couple busloads of um, some olds of visitors coming in, and it was just like <laughs> um, it, it was it it was still good, but um, man, I didn't think it was gonna be going down on a Tuesday like that. Like, um, yeah, because normally it goes up on a Tuesday. Yes, um, it was like like the the. the what was the last time you guys have been to the Rock Hall? Uh, 2002? <laughs> About the same for me. Well, all right, that was the last time I was inside of it. No I spent a lot of time outside of it playing Pokemon. Playing Pokemon. Go. Oh, yeah, I was, I was there all the time in uh, 2016 when Pokemon Go was a big <laughs> thing. <so. laughs> okay. Well, I think the last time I've been there... It was probably like, um, it had to be a, at least ten years ago. Maybe it was like like two thousand nine, 
Or something like that? Probably Actually, if you give that. me a second, I can tell you exactly the year I went. <laughs> I'll continue to vamp on. Like, Why do you have that data available? That's crazy. Wait, it's it's 2001. Instagram? Okay. No. What it was was when I went, I went with my grandmother, my mom, and I think one of my brothers was with us. And um, when we went through the whole thing, we ended up in the, the store on the way out. And I ended up getting Slipknot's second studio album, Iowa, which had just recently come out. So this uh, Google says that album came out in 2001. So I got I was last there in two, 20, 2001, so 22 okay. years ago. By, buying a Slipknot, uh, Slipknot album. That wasn't the original goal, but yes, that is ultimately what happened. Worked out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't what name a Slipknot song off that album. Um, my plague. It was on the uh, Resident Evil soundtrack, that first Resident Evil movie. Okay. I, I'll have Left to Behind to... was the first uh, single off that, I think. I'll have to listen to some Slipknot songs. I'm not. I don't know any at all. Yeah, I don't think I know their work. I probably do, and because you know it'll be some like, oh, it was this song. Dude, a couple months ago, I was at um, Strongsville Mall for uh, to go to the movies. And I had that holy shit, I'm the old guy moment because, <laughs> like, Slipknot got big when I was in high school. So, like, you know, I've been listening to them for over 20 years now, obviously, like, you know, based on what we just said. 22 years. When I was walking into the mall, well, before that, because that was their second album. I had their first album, too. Um, I was walking into the mall to get to the movie theater. And there's, like, a family walking past me. And tiny-ass kid, could have been more than, like, 11, 12 years old wearing a Slipknot shirt. And I'm just like, this must be how our parents felt. We were walking around with like Metallica and ACDC shirts and shit. Hmm. It's like Slipknot for them is their classic rock. Uh, (laughs) I guess classic metal is, as it were. I was listening to a podcast a couple of days ago and they were saying like, um, you, you seeing a lot of people wearing corn t-shirts. It's like, you ain't listening to Mm -hmm. fucking corn. They ain't one of their songs. (laughs) Man, I've it, seen corn in concert and couldn't name you a corn song, my guy. So don't don't do that. <laughs> yeah, I, I've I seen corn in concert and I can name many songs. <laughs> I don't know any. I just know it begins with a K, like us. Mm, stay corny in milk. <laughs> <laughs> stay corny and dookie. Um, uh, so anywho, um, we like what what are the what are the great things about. Well, no, I, I I guess I shouldn't say great things, but one thing I've uh, always noticed that's like me and my partner always seem to mention um, the awkwardness of being the only black person at a at a venue, except for the people that work there. Like it's always like <sighs> we just see one black person today. Just one. Dude, that's how I'm starting to feel when I go to the the gym over by me. <laughs> When we, when we were there tonight, because, like, uh, we were just doing legs tonight. Mm-hmm. So um, we walk up in there, and I'm like, man, there's only, like, three other white people in this place. It's, it's, it's all Puerto Ricans and, and, and black people. Not that that, uh, you know, bothers me in any way, but it, I'm, like, I'm just looking around, and I'm, like, getting a similar feeling of how you're feeling. It's, I mean, it's, I don't know. It's, it's daunting at times, like, um, but. It's, like, it's, it's bad to say. 
but in this case, it feels like how how do I put this? When I when, when I used to go to this gym prior to COVID, like four or five years ago, mm-hmm. it was chock full of white people, and it, it feels like they abandoned the neighborhood. And like you know, how, like that that phrase, you know, white white flight. Yeah, there was some great flight up in there. Like they, a couple of Puerto Rican dudes came in. They're like, "Oh, I can't with this. I, I can't, can't, I can't come be here anymore. Too many booties walking around." I saw so much Latina ass up in there tonight. It was, it was astounding. <laughs> and there's a giant girl walking around there too. She's like six five. Oh wow! You gonna take her down, wrestler? <laughs> I think I'm she can beat me. Yeah, that's the point. Um, so I think. Uh, especially if, 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 in my opinion, I, f- I feel like with the pandemic in the gym, I think a lot of people uh, bought gym equipment over that time and, you know, started work, you know, not only started working from home, started working out from home too. Like, yeah, what's that bike everybody was buying? Peloton. Uh, Pel- Peloton. Yeah. yeah. I, I like how their, their ads now are like, yeah, you know, well, everyone bought our shit and we're here to tell you at least 90% of them still use it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, like when I the the last vacation we went to um, was needed. Is like the the hotels are starting to have pelotons there. So all you like, if you got a peloton at home, all you got to do is log into their peloton. So I mean, I think that's kind of kind of neat a little bit. Like you can c- continue your working out on the road because the the hotels got uh, pelotons there now. I wouldn't yeah. expect that to happen at the gym anytime soon. Just based on the. Uh... The status of a lot of the equipment I was seeing tonight, that shit ain't been been updated in quite some time. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, what, what what that that shouldn't be at a gym, especially like you know everybody paying to be there. <laughs> like, uh, mm-hmm. you, you should be able to to rotate some of that shit yeah. out. What are these maintenance fees for if y'all ain't maintaining the shit? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> All right, so we the only black people there. But yet we still we still yet still we rise, um, like. But one of the great things about the Rock Hall is they're constantly like, yeah, they got that Beatles shit there all the time. But they like constantly are, are updating different things. Like it was this one interactive um, thing where like you can uh, play the guitar, the keyboard. Uh, kind of like playing rock band a little bit, like mm-hmm. like with current songs, and you get to shred on the drums. But of course, it's real drums, and that was really fun. Like um, like all throughout the the rock halls, like different like Doc's playing about different bands. You know, um, the what what else that I, I really like there, um. Of course, it's always cool seeing like the different outfits. Like, oh man, I ain't know Cheryl uh, Crow was that big or that small. <laughs> um, Dude, I'd assume every person who's like a quote unquote celebrity is like five foot six. Yeah, most I guess most of them sh- um, are. I know Tom Cruise is still pretty small. Yeah, ain't he like five three? I, they never say, man. My, my man, little Apple Box, little dude, though, for real, for real. Mm-hmm. You can tell too, like when, like when you're actually looking for it, how they have to angle the cameras for him and shit. Yeah, I haven't seen a Tom Cruise movie 
um, since Tropic. I don't think I've seen Tom Cruise in a movie since Tropic Thunder. I think the last one I saw was the one where he, like, he kept dying and coming oh, back to yeah. life. Oh, yeah, Tomorrow. That oh, movie so good. And or Live, Die, Repeat. And or if you live in uh, Japan... All you need is kill, which is the best title. They should have they should have just named that shit that here in America. All you need is kill is an ill ass title. And so they tried Edge of Tomorrow, it didn't sell. So then they went live, die, repeat, and it did, still didn't sell in America because people just didn't know what the fuck it was. And it's such a good movie. Yes, I did like that movie. Like I just seen like um, a clip of this motherfucker riding a motorcycle, and then like. Jumping off like a ramp, and then like uh like flying out, and then parachuting like. Oh yeah, isn't that in the trailer for the new Mission Impossible movie? Yeah, like this was the raw cut. This wasn't like where they CGI the shit of him like doing it out of a. Like this, this motherfucker it's, was still. I want you to know and understand. It's not CGI. He does his own stunts, and they show it all the time, and you be like this. Old man, because he, he, if I'm not mistaken, he is 60, very nearly 60. Yeah. So nearing retirement age. And they showed uh, one of his stunts where they, like, basically they had a massive helicopter drone doing the shot. And that jumping off the ramp shit that you're talking about, they showed him doing it. He did that shit. He'll actually be 61 on July 3rd. Yeah, Yeah, man. Born on the 4th of July, almost. Yeah, that shit was nuts. Like, what I didn't mean, like, I meant like all the shit in the background, like CGI. Yeah. Not, not necessarily him, even though, uh, I don't know. I don't know what kind of pig's blood this motherfucker drinking, but. Um, <laughs> it's, that, it's that Scientology, baby. <laughs> it makes for him to be this impressive actor all these years later, and for Half Net 70 show to be a terrible rapist. Hmm. He, he 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 was raised in Scientology. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, he got convicted the other day. Yeah. I think it was two counts. Yeah, two out of the, the three they had against him. So we will not be seeing him on that '90s show. <laughs> unless, they they actually, unless they actually film him like in jail, like hi. See, we all knew I went up here. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. Get them Satan's or whatever that shit be going down to Scientology. <laughs> there yeah. were some like heavy accusations on that where like they were talking about like the uh the church stalking the victims and like slashing their tires and threatening their animals and all kinds of shit. Yeah. If uh if uh Discovery Plus has taught me anything via Leah Remini, Scientology is real fucked up. And also, I've loved Leah Remini since Paper Dolls, a spinoff of Who's the Boss. And uh, so I trust her because I love her. <laughs> King was, of Queens and all that shit. It, it, it was funny. Um, I was listening to another podcast and um, they were, it was with Carl Tart. And he was, they were saying how like, you know, one of the funniest moments I ever heard is when you just kept on going on about how fine Leah Remini is. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I hear that name, I think of like the opening sequence of King of Queens 
But she's yeah. like walking in the park or whatever, and the person almost runs her over. And she, and and she, she like stops and looks. She points at him. <laughs> yeah, I I remember when she used to be on um, Saved by the Bell. Saved, Saved by, by the, bell? the Bell. Yeah, <laughs> find us fucking that little um that that khaki skirt. God yeah. damn, boy. There was anyone who could try and rival Kelly Kapowski for I, I was Zach Morris's heart. I, 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 Tiffany Amber Thiessen is still fine, but, but if like if I if I could choose between the two of them, I'm I'm definitely getting um, I'm I'm definitely not picking Kelly over her. <laughs> Go on about the rock hall. We really keep Evan and floating. <laughs> I mean, we could talk about the cock all more, like <laughs> Leah Remini. Like, as far as like when I was a kid, like I think she might take over to Topanga, really. Like that's how much, uh, yeah, that that uh, that khaki skirt did something for me when I was a kid. Anywho, <laughs> rock hall was great. Um, after we uh, left the rock hall, we uh, tried Dave's hot chicken. Um, we got a Are new you one. Know no, or is this one somewhere else? Yeah, it's a new one on um, uh, Warrensville Center Road oh, in Warrensville Heights on okay. Richmond Road. It was not, like so. I got the chicken um, tender kind. Well, two chicken tenders. I got one with no spice on it to try it, and then I got one, another one that was like um, light mild or something like that. I wasn't mm-hmm. about to trying to burn my butthole on my birthday. Um, and it was not, it wasn't like the, the fries was pretty good with the, with a little bit of seasoning on them, but like just the baseline chicken tender was not, was not good. Like, um, you got to have the seasoning on it. Like, I feel like when you, when you have chicken, now don't get me wrong. KFC is not always good. And I don't, I know these are two different things, but like, but when when they get them herbs and spices going, KFC is the truth. I don't care what anybody says. Like, yes, that shit can be soggy, but as far as like flavor goes, they got it right. They do chicken right, like they used to say back in the day. Like Thanks. that <laughs> that that flavor, as far as like, nah, don't get me wrong. I don't have like some KFC that made me like because I don't know how you guys are. But I build things up in my head. Like, I'm like, oh, man, I had KFC in a long time. I'm going to try me some KFC. And then that shit would be straight garbage. It would be greasy as fuck. It would be soggy as fuck. And it won't be good. And then I'm like, oh, man, I hate KFC now. And then you go on a whim. I'm like, oh, man, that chicken sandwich was like the second best chicken sandwich in the game. And they ain't never crowded. So... Uh, you would be on KFC for like a week straight, and then it's like, let me get some of the wings. Oh man, the wings bang tonight! Like it's it's like a you know the the up and downsness of it. But um, yeah, that that chicken tender was not good. Like just the baseline chicken tender wasn't good. How long they been open? That that particular location? Okay, um, five four days. Okay, so. Uh, Xander had the one around the way here early in their uh, time and he hated it. Just was like, nah, that shit was no good. Uh, and I'm like, I trust you, bro. I, I truly like to, I, to, I, when it comes to chicken tenders, yeah, which is what my child eats. 
even as he's almost 20 years old, <laughs> that is what he, he he still goes up for. Uh, if he say it ain't doing the damn thing, then I knew I knew that shit was whack. And now here you are, basically co-signing it, saying it's mid at best. Oh. And uh, so I, I got to think that uh, as 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 uh, from the Doughboys is saying, they they have expanded too quickly, and doing so has left for a, a, a product that is not as good as probably it was once. So it. it- the other like um I, I like I said I got the the, the unseasoned one and then like um light mild like my partner she got like I think mild and medium mm-hmm. and they say medium is where it starts to get the heat the medium one was good but like I said I just don't like that the baseline one wasn't good yeah. And I found out today that Sam Jackson owned part of it. So no, I know I gotta go back. I gotta I gotta keep <laughs> some change in Sam's pocket. Um <laughs> just but, watch uh just watch Secret Wars uh next month. I will do that. The the, the, <laughs> the one thing is that my jump chicken containers is crazy, crazy fucking big. Like it's just something about like a oversized chicken wing or oversized chicken finger that just don't sit right with me. Like with like when like churches, you know, churches used to have them just like genetically altered. Birds. No, see, that's <laughs> the thing though. Too big. What what churches used to do was they yes they used to have the wing, but what they used to do is they used to cut the um the first part of the breast out, and now that that, that mm. big chunk of chicken up there was the uh was part of the um was part of the wing. That's just how they butchered it, but now okay. They're owned by the same people who own Popeyes, and they just pretty much they're not gonna uh, do something special for um, for churches and not for Popeyes. Really? Because that is the same consortium that, of course, owns Tim Hortons and Burger King. Uh, if I, I think it's all in one now. That's wild. I thought that was the people. I thought the people who own White Castle owned churches. Because remember, there used to be a combo yes. here in, in in our in our great uh, city. Yeah, but. Yeah, it, it was okay. Then um, after um, days, you know, went to go. We went to go pick up the kids. Um, you know, disappointing them by not bringing them any food. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, oh, and not to mention, like I, I started off my mor- my morning very early um, on my birthday. I went to uh, get my free dozen of donuts from Krispy uh, Kreme. Um, the one of the best birthday um, things in, you know, on the planet. And like um, the boys were super pumped about that. And then I got my free um, black green tea, I mean, black lemonade with matcha powder from Starbucks. Um, it's, it's always nice having something free from there. And then, um, you know, I play uh, street to race for, for an hour, waiting for the boys to get up. And then, Got some nice presents. Um, I heard I had already got some some pretty nice presents from uh, from Young Dan when we did our live record the other day. So it's been pretty good. Not to mention, like, hey, it's Father's Day. I get more presents um, in a couple of days. <laughs> I never get. I have never gotten Father's Day gifts to begin with. It's one of the ones I'm like, mm. and then you know, because uh, I'm I'm a, I'm a I'm a technically a single parent. I don't. I was like, I leave Father's Day be. I was like, we'll just let, we'll let that one ride. 
I, man, I, I, I understand your situation, but at the same time, like, <clears throat> it's nice to be celebrated too. It's like being a dad is like the um, the custodian of of the world. It's like I know a lot of uh, people be like. Like, I was just, you know, uh, rolling through Twitter, and it was a lady like, man, there ain't nothing sexier than seeing a dad dadding. And I'm like, okay. But most of the time, it's just like, we damned if we do, damned if we don't, man. Like, um, you know, especially black fathers. Not not leaving. I know um, Dan is a zaddy, but he's not a daddy yet. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> like... We're we're always taught about how we not doing this and we not doing that and like society this and society that. It's like I don't know. Uh, at least my friends and my friend circle, I don't know any guys who don't take care of their kids. Yeah, and it's always like, well, yeah, well, y'all don't take care of your kids and like y'all ain't shit. <laughs> and it's always <laughs> like, uh, you know, oh. Especially on on the, on the internet streets, it's like, here come um, hot dads ain't shit on Father's Day, and then I'm always I always felt like, for the most part, not for the most part, a hundred percent, part of the reason Father's Day isn't celebrated is your kids already out of school. Yeah, it's too far out for them to have made uh, you know some pottery or a little a little painting to bring home to you. And so it has no, it, it gets no gloss. <laughs> no, not not at all. It's like my kids are in summer camp, and of course, like um, my son, like I've, I've been working on your, your your present all week. I'm like, I can't wait to see it. Uh, but under nor- normal circumstances, um, your kids not gonna be making you nothing if um, if they not, you know, if your partner isn't, um, you know, proactive about yeah, it. proactive yeah. about it. So. And plus, like, um, you know, during the summertime, I'm sure he wearing them, them new Hoochie Daddy shorts, and they don't like that shit. And he ain't... <laughs> they ain't going for it. But, like I said... Hoochie Mama. Man! Okay. I know this is off subject, but... It's what we've been doing this whole segment, so man, worry not. <laughs> I was thinking just the other day, like, man, I want to... I, I don't know in what context, but, man, I want mine bring a Hoochie back. Hoochie is a good word. <laughs> And it ain't said enough. Yeah, hoochie groupie. <laughs> what? What? If you guys could bring an old slang word back besides hoochie, what would you bring back? Fat, P H A T. Pretty hot and tempting. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's still in the lexicon because Pog is part of that fat. Oh, yeah, fat ass white girl. You're right. That 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 is well done, thanks to the pornography industry. Well done, sirs and ladies. As an ebony man, I I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Somebody call me ebony. I know what it is. I'm like, you got to get off the internet, my guy. <laughs> uh, the these ebony men and the snow bunny queens. Oh, the snow bunny. <laughs> yeah, if you saying snow bunny or ebony? Uh, or if you or if you snicker when you say BBC, I know what you're talking about. Oh my gosh! We're just broadcasting. What do you mean? <laughs> Not that. 
Ooh, girl, you nasty. Well, I think um, especially because we're almost an hour in, I, I'll wrap up around there. It was a good birthday. I'm looking forward to Father's Day. Um, I might give um, Dave's Hot Chicken another try. I think um, I, w- I will do a slider, no cheese, okay. and, a, and, and the fries. I think that's about $10. So, like I said, them, them some fucking uh, brontosaurus um, size tenders. tenders so. <laughs> When the last time you hit something, oh, hit, hit some wild spicy up uh, uh, box man? I was there for a minute there. That was your yo yo uh, raison d'être. So you know, what I'm saying you used to be out there getting your spice lord on. Mm, I've used like hot sauce at home, and like uh, I'll mix it with the Greek yogurt and have it as like really? a big sauce or whatever. Yeah, like so. You know, like most sauces are like sour cream based or <laughs> you know something like that. Uh, Greek yogurt performs basically the same function but you get like way more protein out of it yeah, with less yeah. calories so i just i'll take like some spoonfuls of greek yogurt and i'll mix uh some hot sauce into it and uh yeah does basically the same thing but just you know a little more macro friendly nice like this morning i uh i made four eggs and uh i took a couple spoonfuls of greek yogurt i mixed it with the last little bit of the uh hot ones um, was it the Rojas, Los Calientes that Caliente. I had, Excuse me. and then some of uh, the Chipotle smoked whatever one that I five figure discounted off of their counter a couple weeks back. Oh mm. man, I remember um, King used to do that every time we went to Chipotle, but he never bought anything. He just used to go there and steal the uh, steal the uh, hot sauce. Yeah, the last couple times that I went, I had to. Let the bottles lie. One, because like they didn't really have much in the supply department, and two, I had like five bottles on hand at home already of uh, the the green. I had two of the green and or no, three of the green and two of the the smoked one. Yeah, so, that, I, I need to get through those before I start taking more. That used to be the lick. I remember when for a minute there, because Chipotle kept fucking up Dan's order, we used to walk out that bitch with all the utensils. Oh, dude, those were the days. The utensils. It, it, uh, lessons had to be taught because they were so disrespectful. So we got we, all the all the forks, all the hog balls, all the pig feet, all that shit. We was leaving them dry every fucking time because like fuck you. you even, the get my shit right. even the grisly lumps got taken. I, I think between um, us, um, I think we send single handedly for all the Chipotle of Northeastern Ohio. Is the reason they stopped having spoons there because I used to go for the gusto taking spoons, and ever since then, like you have to ask for a spoon behind the counter. Well, I remember, I remember one time when I took all the fucking utensils and I took a picture of me gripping all them bitches and putting them in the bag, and I put it up on Twitter, and I was basically like Chipotle. Uh, this is on you for all your fuck ups. I said something about like our our beef that we had going. Yeah. Someone someone who followed me commented me and told me like I should stop being so petty and let it go or some shit. And I was like, <laughs> I said, mind your own fucking business, man. This is between me and them. <laughs> oh man, downtown, wow, bro. Well, like I said, as, as, as Anthony just wrapped up his segment, you know what I'm saying? You know what it is. It's time for some story time with Lunchbox. Box, man, what's been going on with you? Bro, you've had a busy couple of weeks. Yeah, I have. Um, 
Let's see. Where did I last leave off? Um, I've been going to the gym pretty frequently. Um, I've been to the movies twice now in the last oh. uh, six days, five days. I spent time with my mother last Saturday. I took her out to dinner. Um, my biological mother, that is. I took my buddy out to dinner for his 40th birthday on Sunday. Um, let's see. I I feel like I watched something. Oh, yeah. I, I watched a new episode of Silo. I watched a new episode of From. I started watching Yellowstone again. Although, I guess, I guess this isn't the fucking segment for that. What am I doing? Getting ahead of myself here. <laughs> um, but no, yeah. So... Since we last saw each other, I saw the new Transformers movie. Oh, nice. And then, uh, so I saw that like Saturday afternoon. Then after the movie, I went and picked my mom up. Because uh, I told her last month, because uh, her birthday is like a couple days after Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to buy two gifts. So I, I bought her a gift for Mother's Day and I had an Amazon to her house. And then I texted her and I told her that like... I just had a tooth pulled, and I needed a couple weeks to heal, but once my tooth was healed up, I'd take her out to dinner. So um, I texted her on Friday, and I was like, hey, uh, are you available to go to dinner tomorrow? And she goes, yeah, I'm free. So I was like, okay, well, what kind of food do you like? And she goes, (laughs) well, where do you want to go? And I'm like, I'm asking you what kind of food you like so I can figure out where we're going. And then she goes, well, how about we just go to Big Boy? And I was like, that, that's fine. If that's where you want to go, we can go there. I'm like, I'll figure it out. So I saw the Transformers movie. Pretty good. Um, I was oh, definitely good. entertained. And Good for people who fuck with uh, Beast Wars or good for <laughs> everybody? I think it's good for everybody because the Beast Wars aspect of it doesn't resemble the Beast Wars of the TV show. Okay. And also, it takes place in 1994, so it has <laughs> elements in it that, like, you would enjoy. Like, there's Wu-Tang Clan references and other stuff. <clears throat> so, um, it, it, it's interesting, too, what they did with the movie. I don't want to spoil it, because obviously you guys haven't seen it and whatnot, but there's some interesting aspects in it for, for going forward. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, saw that movie. I, I would say give it a watch, maybe, if uh, you're not that hardcore into it, but definitely give it a watch when it's like available on streaming. But like I, I was fine going and paying to see it. Um, so I, I went and picked my mom up, got to her house about a little after four, and it was the first time I had stepped foot in my mom's house since the day my grandmother died two years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that was a bit of a culture shock, getting used to being back in there. Um, but then, uh, her, I, her and I left and it was just her and I, like nobody else came and we went to the big boy, got there at about four 30. Cause it's not very far. It's just like a straight shot down the freeway, a couple exits. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And we were there until seven 30 and we, like, we were just sitting there talking, like we ate and everything, but then we were just sitting there for like a while talking to the point where like our waitress had to come over and be like, Hey, can I cash you guys out because I need to leave. 
<laughs> and um, I got you know, like I said, I got to be about seven thirty, and I was like, we should probably leave. <laughs> so I uh, went back to my mom's house, and um, I spent a couple hours there just talking to her and like my brother and my stepdad. And um, it was it was funny because like I was getting tired, and uh, it was about nine thirty. I was like, I gotta go. <laughs> I'm like, I want to go to bed. And she did like, it wasn't that like she was holding me hostage, but it was like, she was having such a good time that she didn't want me to leave necessarily. Yeah. And like, my brother was happy to see me. Cause she told me that like, she told him that like, I wasn't doing well with my health a couple months ago. And so he was worried about me. Um, but he's only, you know, he's a young kid. He just turned 16 a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So like, uh, it's not, he would, ch- he, his version of checking on me would be sending me some random ass meme that I don't understand <laughs> rather than just texting me like, Hey, are you okay? Or anything like that? You know? Yeah. Teenage memes. It'd be wild. You'd be like, yeah. what does this even mean? Yeah. If he sends me pictures of like him and his friends doing something at like rally, like school rallies and random shit that I don't fucking know anything about or understand. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, sure. <clears throat> so um, that was Saturday and then Sunday. So I, I felt kind of bad because like, I realized that uh, Saturday was actually my buddy's 40th birthday. Yeah. And I'd already you know told my mom I would take her out to dinner. So I decided to make dinner reservations at a steakhouse Sunday evening and take him, but not tell him where we were going. Yeah. Clearly, like, you know, he kind of figured we were going for food or something, but um, I didn't tell him where we were going. <clears throat> so, so, yeah, I took him to a steakhouse, bought him dinner. Uh, pretty good food. Uh, I've been there one other time, and so I kind of knew what I was getting into. Yeah. But, um, yeah, not not bad. Like, everything was pretty solid. Um, it's a cabin club, for those that are local. It's by Crocker Park. And... Uh, mm-hmm. You go past Crocker Park on Detroit, like heading yeah. west. Okay. And it's and it's like there's like a five guys in the plaza. You go past that light, and it's like right there on the left. It's like across the street from the Aldi's. Mm. Okay. There's a Goodwill bookstore in the same parking lot. Um, so yeah, that dinner was pretty good. Had leftovers, so I, I uh ate some steak with my eggs for a couple days in a row. Excellent. Uh, after that. Would you get a top then, of steak? I had a uh, bone-in uh, ribeye, and um, I had like so I like I brought my the rest of mine home, and then my buddy had a little bit of his left, but he went out of town on Tuesday afternoon, and so I wasn't gonna let it go to waste. So I, I cooked his up and reheated it in the air fryer and ate it with uh, my eggs. Okay, Which, it may sound gross to some people, but like get the fuck over it. It's a couple ounces of steak. I wasn't going to like good, expensive, delicious Delmonico steak. I wasn't going to let that shit go to waste. Uh, but yeah, so he was going out of town on Tuesday with this lady. He's been seeing take a little, like one on overnight trip down to Kentucky. Okay. He, uh, they were going to go to the Bucky's and then they were going to hit up Kings Island. So, um, we worked out, at the gym on Monday, but then he was going to be gone basically Tuesday and Wednesday. So my plan was to work out Tuesday after work. And then I was going to stay home Wednesday, AKA last night 
and I was going to like, I don't know, maybe try to do a little cleaning. Cause I got a bunch of stuff around here that I need to organize and go through and throw out or, you know, get ready to like donate or whatever. Like I got a lot of stuff to go through. Like my bedroom's a mess right now. It's just boxes of stuff that need to be organized. But, um, about Tuesday, late Tuesday afternoon, I started thinking about like the rest of my week and, I realized that, like, if I didn't take the opportunity in front of me, I had no idea when I was ever going to get to see the new Into the Spider-Verse movie. Yeah. So about 4.30 Tuesday afternoon, I called an audible for myself, and I went and bought a movie ticket for 6.40 at the theater around the corner from my house, Mm -hmm. and I skipped the gym Tuesday, and I moved it to Wednesday. And I went to the movies by myself and saw the new Spider-Verse movie, which was fucking amazing. Um, like, like a fucking perfect movie. It's visually stunning. The story is so good. Like, it's fucking Easter eggs and cut-ins. And, like, it's, it's just a fantastic movie. Like, one of the best movies I've ever seen. I can't believe they pulled off what they did in that movie for pretty much the exact same budget. Because it seems so much more expansive, so much bigger, so many more styles of animation and color and so forth. Mm-hmm. And but they just came, came, spent the same amount of dough and just made that much more off of it. It's insane. God, yeah. movie's good. It, it is so good. Like I uh, try not to undersell it because it is really fantastic, visually amazing. Like yeah. it's a good story. Like. Just so so many so not, I have nothing negative to say about the movie other than the fact that like it's a two parter so it just kind of stops. Yeah, at a yeah. cliffhanger. Spoiler alert! I'm going to tell you to skip ahead about a minute about if you don't want to be spoiled on uh, across the Spider Verse. That fucking Gambino fucking uh, uh cameo. Yeah, the, the Prowler. Yeah. Holy smokes, bro! <laughs> I was I was. She really fucked up off, and I was like, "Yo, that is crazy." Because that means, if it were, you know, if you, if you were to think about it, that means that 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 makes MCU shit canon. They also had that well, uh, the Venom of uh, the Venom uh, lady, the girl, the yeah. convenience store. Yeah, they had Topher Grace. Uh, I mean, I'm not talking. Uh, they had Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield cameos. I didn't see those. Where they had them at? They were in like some of the the dream cutouts of the Spider Man stuff, like in the corners. Nice. Yeah, they had like the the clips like in the upper I left do, corner. Yes, I do remember that. Yes, I do. Uh yeah. So, yeah, man, it was it was that was that movie is the gift they kept on giving. I just was like, yo, this is mad, and I I just, I just one I cannot wait to buy it. I gotta the the steel book for it is a is, is a Walmart exclusive this go around, which is so strange, but that is what that is where I will. It, that's because it's Sony and and the Marvel Disney joints. Is a Best Buy situation. That's what's going on with that. But will I end up having to buy two copies of that movie to make the the version I want again, like I did with Into the Spider Verse? Probably because they be they be fucking up and uh, putting the 4K one in the wrong container and just whatever. But fuck with it, man. And that that's the uh, spoilers out. I hope I that was about a minute. And if it was not, I apologize. But uh, yeah, I'm certainly glad you got to go see it, and uh, I'm glad you appreciated it. God, it would have sucked you would have came in here. That movie was trash. You know, it was good. Sad. 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 <laughs> no. Yeah, it was, that, that was a fantastic fucking movie. Like, 
probably moved up into my top ten of movies I've ever seen. Like it was so good. Yeah. Like I literally, I, I you know, like me, like even things I love. Sometimes I could find something just just nitpick or whatever. But like, there's nothing about this movie where I'm just like, oh, I wish they'd done this or I didn't like 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 no. I just I sat there and like two hours and twenty minutes flew by like nothing. Yeah. I was like captivated. Like nothing about it was bad. I'm like super into recaps and people watching stuff and talking about stuff and uh the actors talking about stuff and uh Hey Seinfeld, Steinfeld Steinfeld and uh, and Shamik Moore were uh they did an interview on somebody, BuzzFeed or Vanity or something like that, and they were talking about how uh in uh Gwen's world how the coloration worked, it was to be looked at and treated like a mood ring. Mm. So, you know, the color palette of a mood ring, you know what I'm saying? One color mm. means this and that means that. And if you watch the backgrounds and everything, how it flows, it's like, it's so fucking good, man. It's so... Bruh. I love it. I love... I love... I love... I love Miles' parents being mad that the Genki uh, calls him by their first name. And then she does the same thing. It's like, oh, you're just gonna call me my first name because <laughs> it's so real. That is some. That is that is some some uh, parents of color situation. You know what I'm saying? And I love it. And just it's so good, bro. And I'm 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 excited for more of it. Very excited for more of it because then I'm like, oh shit, what is? I'm very March. Not I, I thought it was December next year. And it is it is currently scheduled for March of next year. Uh, Beyond the Spider Verse, which is what the sequel is, is, uh, is currently titled, and hopefully it comes out on time. Uh, who knows? This writer strike and SAG strike and so forth and so on is uh, putting the kibosh or pushing back a lot of things. But I'm hopeful that the, that that makes its uh, release date, and uh, we conclude this particular story. Maybe I'll have to uh, complete the trifecta and go see that one by myself too, since I saw the first two by myself. All right, that's real. It's a good experience, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, like, shit like that, like, it's it's cool going to the movies with people sometimes, but, like, yeah. it's, like, not necessarily necessary. Yeah. It's, like, I went, I, I sat down in the chair, and, like, I always pick, like, an end seat. Yeah. Um, just, you know, in case I want to, like, get up or, you know, want to stretch my legs out or something. And, uh, you know, I just, I go sit down, uh, Movie starts, can't talk and play on your phone anyway, so yeah. everyone's just watching the movie and the movie's over, I leave. Like um no must, no fuss, you know, like not having to wait on somebody else to get ready or <laughs> you know, meet you there or whatever the case may be. Like it's just I was on my own time. Like I I got off work. I you know, I had food warming up while like while the, my work shift was ending. It was it was done when I was off. I ate. Threw some clothes on, and I was out the door. I got there 10 minutes before showtime, played on my phone, a little Pokemon Go before the movie, and uh, then the previews started. I, I generally like being there for the previews. I know some people don't care, or, like, you know, they, they think it's just more time. They can get there whenever they want, be late, and walk in in the dark. And, like, I prefer to be there. Yeah, for me, it's, it's, like, important for me. Like, yeah. I get irritated when, like, I'm not there before the previews start, even if I've already seen them all or... You know, I know most of them or whatever. Like, for me, it's part of going to the movie is being yes. there for the previews. Yes. Yeah, I like seeing Maria Menounos do her uh, movie minute. Yeah. I think part of it is because, like, when I used to go with my grandmother when I was a kid, we'd always be there early because, you know, back then there wasn't assigned seating. 
So it was easier to find somewhere to sit, like get a good spot or whatever. Yeah. And I remember sitting there doing like the movie trivia with her and, you know, seeing like doing watching the, the virtual roller coaster with the concessions and seeing all the previews like that was part of it for me. So, like, yeah. I like being there for that stuff now. And so, uh, you know, like I said, I, I do my best to, to be there, you know, early enough to get settled in, get comfortable, get a lay of the land and, you know, watch all that stuff. So, so I'm going to go to uh Regal theaters and almost all of them kind of have a similar layout. And that is the first row after the uh, disabled seating is where I'm trying to sit at square in the middle. And, uh, and, and usually again, like you said, no must, no fuss. That is where I'm at. And because the, the arms, you push those seats, you can raise the arms up. So I always, they end up just kind of making a couch. It's like there's two or three of us. You know what I'm saying we kind of get, get, get the situation going there and they, and they lean back just far enough. They don't go all the way back. Like the, AMCs, which go back like damn near flat, if you if you lean back all the way, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. they lean- I have to be careful with the AMCs because when I go like flat like that, my feet end up hitting the chair in front of me. Uh, yeah, because we both are tall as shit, and so it just be <laughs> like, oh shit, man! I didn't mean to almost kick your head, but that's just where my feet end up. I'm sorry, but like I said, the 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 regal the regal ones lean back just enough, just enough. They 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 give you like, okay, here I, I can take in the entirety of this. This screen, but yeah, I always like being in that first row uh, behind the disabled uh, row. I just like where it's at in the ghetto square. I like being in the middle, but I sit in the middle because I'm a you know big sound knucklehead and so forth. So, what do you think of the sound? Uh, it, there was an issue with the sound where they ended up basically patching that movie about a week after it was out because people were complaining about the sound, the mix being weird. I didn't find anything weird about it, but I didn't notice anything. But yeah, you saw. You should have, in theory, saw the patched version, but I'm like. People were like, "Oh man, I, I don't." I, they like couldn't understand uh, Spider Punk and and so forth, and then some yeah, other I mean, stuff. I didn't know anything about him other than like I know Anthony really likes the toy, so like <laughs> his, his whole dynamic was a little confusing to me. Uh, the way they presented him, I mean, yeah. Um, but you know, not like it took away from the movie or anything. I just wasn't aware of why that was happening. Hmm. Yeah. I have oh, to say. I- one thing I, I neglected to mention about the Transformers movie yeah. was that I didn't realize when I bought the tickets for that movie that I was buying tickets for a 3D version. Uh, so when we got there and like the, the fucking previews were on like halfway through, they started looking all fucking weird and we're like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and that's when we've realized that like we had to go get fucking glasses because like the Did people. I hate your glasses? No, that, that's. I, dude, I went to. I go to the movie theater. With this, the like high school kids doing the least amount. Like yeah. when I went to go see Spider Verse, she told me the number of the theater. The 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 girl working clearly young didn't even bother to point to tell me where it was at. I knew because I'd been there the other day, but she yeah. made no effort whatsoever to fucking point me in any direction. She just said theater five. Yuck! The disrespect. Yeah, <laughs> respect your goddamn elders. I didn't get old for you to not not to respect me. Thor tie. Oh man. Anything else boxing? Yeah, 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 How was the? I know I don't want to delve too deep. Whatever you can say, fuck off. You want to? But how was the the concert? Oh, the Fairmore concert. Um, it was really good. Um, obviously, I didn't know the opening act or the the middle act. Yeah. Um, they they both put on pretty good shows. Um, Paramore. 
like, I, I will say this. I, I guess, like, I downplayed it a little bit in that, like, Paramore was amazing. Haley Williams as a performer mm-hmm. is fucking incredible. Nice. Like, I don't understand how she can dance, like, literally dance around the stage for two straight hours without stopping and sing at the quality that she does. Yeah. Literally incredible. Like the amount of cardio that woman has to have gone through to be in that kind of shape is astounding. Yeah. It was just amazing. Like I wish they had played some more songs that I knew, like a couple more of their older hits that I like, or like, you know, some of the, the middle stuff, like they play in some of the newer things, which I'm not as familiar with, but you know, beggars can't be choosers and whatnot. It was interesting that like, they basically had to cut, like, you know how every concert you go to, mm-hmm. they do the whole, like, all right, everybody, good night. Thank you. Walk off the stage. And everyone's like, Oh no, I hope they come back. And then they set up for the finale and then they come back and like, everyone's like, Oh my God, we willed it to happen. They came back. Well, you know, she spent so much time talking after each song throughout the whole show that they had to cut the finale short. And, like, they basically ended it on a song that, like, I had no idea what it was. It had to have been something newer off a newer album because <laughs> no, no fucking clue what it was. Couldn't sing a single word. No idea. Fair. <laughs> but I, the one thing I do found interesting, because I'd never been to a Paramore concert before. Like, I've been listening to Paramore since, like, 2007, 2006, somewhere. Pre, Pre-Twilight, we'll say. <laughs> and because uh, you know they did the one song off the one Twilight album, no, it was. No, um, I don't know, but thank you for that oh, data. Yeah, they, they had. Um, I think oh. it was uh, Decode was off of one of the Twilight soundtracks. I think it was probably like two thousand eight ish or so. And I, so I was listening to Paramore before that. So um, the thing I noticed about the the venue was there were a lot of like twenty somethings there, mm. and. When Haley's like, hey, how many of you here have never been to a Paramore concert before? <laughs> and like 80% of the fucking arena raised their hands. I, I was like, oh, these are all the Twilight children growing up now. Like they, they heard Decode and they're like, I love Decode. And then like, here we are, you know, years later and like, oh, Edward Cullen, what an amazing vampire. Let's listen to Paramore <laughs> at the Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. Um, <sighs> but I guess man. like <laughs> they... They do something at their shows where um, when they sing Misery Business, which was one of their like first hits, they bring a fan up onto stage to like do the second, um, st- what do you call it, stanza? First, like, first, first, first. Verse, yeah. Well, it's maybe the third. It's whatever like ends the song, like they're, that verse. I don't know how many. I'm not going to fucking look up the lyrics to count them right now. But um, they, they kind of like hold the, the rhythm. And then the band picks someone out of the crowd to come up. And um, I, I, as someone who's recently been dealing with high blood pressure and whatnot, I don't make this, I'm not making a joke. They brought up like a very large lady mm-hmm. and I legitimately thought she was passing out at the end, but she was just laying down, I guess, part of her performance. But I legitimately thought that like she was going out the way that she went down, I, I was concerned for her because she was like, she's one of those people that got out there and she's like hyperventilating because she's so excited that she's going up there to do this with the band that she thoroughly enjoys in front of like 
I don't know, 18,000 people or whatever it was in there. I don't, I don't know. I didn't, they didn't announce attendance or anything, yeah. but, um, she had that look of like super excitement, energy's amped up, nervous energy, all that shit. And she starts singing. And then like, she just crumbled. And I was like, Oh my God, is she okay. But then like, she's laying on her back and she finished the song on her back. And <laughs> Haley, Haley got down and was singing it with her on her back and everything. And I was like, okay. So she was just, doing her performance, her interpretation of the ending of the song. Really out here milking the, the, the their opportunity to be on stage. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. I guess if you get an opportunity like that, you probably should be like, Let me, I'm, if, I'm, if I'm performing for this woman, I might as well perform for this woman because she might have the ability to get me in the rooms I'm not, I can't get into normally, so mm-hmm. why not? <laughs> they didn't have like a uh, special guest to bring in during the performance like you were asking me about. Um, yeah. They just did their normal thing. Yeah, I know. Uh, not so long ago, she brought um, Little Uzi Vert on the uh, on the stage with her. Yeah, that that was what T had mentioned in the uh, the text that night. Yeah, I was definitely happy that I got to go because uh, I didn't think I was going to be able to. It was definitely a twenty third hour situation. Yeah, um, which seems to be what's playing out now again for this. So wrestling is going to be in town on Monday. Yeah, and I thought for the last two months that we were going, which was what I was told. And then as of like two days ago, it was like I got a text. I was like, "Hey, I think we're going," but they haven't been answering me. And I'm just like, "I thought you were guaranteed two tickets." And he goes, "I thought I was too." And I'm just like, "Oh, guys, I'm gonna be like this every time." <laughs> That's exciting. Like, I didn't buy tickets because I thought we were guaranteed to go, and now here we are, less than a week beforehand, and. Suddenly, we are not sure again. Lord, not well, that I, I'm not blaming my friend. I'm just saying, sure. I'm like this keeps that, happening. That, def- that definitely <laughs> seems to be a, a field house situation. So we, we hope they will get they uh, get their act together. So <clears throat> that is what it is. Uh, I did watch uh, another movie the other day. Um, I guess like I know I'm bringing the entertainment segment into it, but like. Mostly what I've done in the last week is Jimmy TV. Yeah. So what I watched that Nicolas Cage vampire movie. Oh. Yeah, I saw it on Peacock. Or, yeah, no, it's, on Peacock? it's on Peacock. That's where oh, I watched yeah. it on. Yeah. How is it? Uh, it's entertaining. Like, um, one of those, like, vampire movies where, like, it's very CGI, where they do a bunch of, like, dramatic fight scenes and dumb shit. But yeah. it's done in a way where you're, like, you're entertained by it. Have you watched what is that Taika Waititi joint? At? Um, what's done in the dark or something like that? Yeah, but the uh, it's a show uh, with the same name. Yeah, the show the, the show is what I want you to watch, not the uh, the movie. The movie's good, but uh, uh, Taika Waititi has a, a vampire show that is based on a vampire movie he did. Mm. The show is hilarious. It's on Ooh. Hulu. Uh, uh, what we do in the shadows, oh. or what? Yeah, 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 whatever. I've heard of it, never seen it. I, 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 I think you'd get a kick out of it. Yeah, and like I said, it's on Hulu. If you have uh, access to that uh, to to give that a a spin. What what they what, what they do in the shadows, or what we do in the shadows, I can't recall. It's, just, it's a very 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 funny show, and uh, about vampires. So, <laughs> so I think you might uh, fuck with that. Uh, as for me. Let's take it down the line. 
No, y'all, it's been it's been a it's been a week. You know what I'm saying? I, I got a friend uh, who was uh, nearing uh, end of life in the hospital right now. An amazing guy who I will certainly miss. Uh, we actually, I actually, he and I actually chopped it up and recorded a whole podcast that you can't hear until he dies. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that seems wild to say to you, but it is the terms we agreed to. And uh, so uh, that won't come out till after he is gone. And that's gonna suck to edit that one. And I wasn't going. I was like, I'm like, I don't care, man. I, I, I was like, we'll just we'll just keep it raw. And then he said a couple of things. I'm like, well, can't keep it raw no more. Got to fix that. <laughs> <laughs> But it was a very it was a very good podcast. I I feel like it is a very good story. It's just the story of my old boy. Do you feel like and that's going to be behind, uh, behind the paywall only, or <laughs> I feel like uh, I feel like a lot of people need to hear. Okay, you know what I'm saying. It feels like a special presentation. Yeah, for sure. I'll, I'll definitely throw the uh, the CBS in front of that bitch. You know what I'm saying, and, and so forth. He eat my. I, I told, I, I was like, I said, I probably put it up the week of your funeral because I'm be probably fucked up that week and be too sad to try to record a show. <laughs> and he was like, "Okay, that's cool. I get that. <laughs> like, thanks, man." <laughs> so that is a uh, just kind of where I'm at right now, man. I'm just in a in a bit of a. Did he yeah. ask you to dispose of his pornography? No, he did not. <clears throat> but I, I, I would not doubt. If someone has had that request made, because what he's <laughs> so what he's been doing this whole time, and I, and and and, and uh, I guess I'll talk about just a little bit, is preparing everything, and he's been doing it so that his wife won't be burdened with it. But his wife, and I love her to death, is a bit of a control freak. This to not have control over this is having her almost in a panic. I don't want to, like, presume anything, since I don't know these people personally. But to a degree, it sounds a little bit like, I think it was a Netflix movie, mm-hmm. where, like, the, the spouse or whatever was, like, dying of cancer, and they were trying to, like, find someone for their partner that so they could find a new love, like, after they were gone or something like that. Wow, none of that, but still. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm aware of that movie. Hmm. Well, yeah, no, no, no. He's just been he's been doing all like setting up his arrangements. You know what I'm saying? Where <laughs> how how he wants you know what I'm saying his remains to be uh, treated and uh, uh, just so forth and so on. And it has uh it has uh been a little tense. But like I said, he he he. he He's been having these insights as he as he you know nears the end of his days, and it's just been. He said something to me Sunday that truly opened. Like, like I told him today, I'm like, man, you had my 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 chakras wide open, boy. You changed my whole life with that one right there. And uh, and a hair. I, I mean, I, I like I said, it's on that podcast, but I will share with y'all right now. And it is it is this. We're sitting there with him Sunday, right? And he has this little. Uh, Jesus card up on his wall. And my man Jeff is not a religious dude. You know what I'm saying? Not at all. And I'm like, I go, so with that guy. <laughs> and he goes, Man, uh, one of the clean ladies came in uh one night recently and she asked if I could put it, if she could put it up. And I uh I told her uh that is that's that, that that's fine. And then he goes, 
and he was basically said how it fucked him up that it made him feel good making the cleaning lady feel good to be able to share just that little bit of her faith with him. And then he felt guilty for feeling good because it was just how you know the little cycle of endless shit. Like I was saying, it was like he goes, it feels weird to feel good for making somebody else feel good. And I didn't know what to do with that because they, you know, he don't know where to direct that particular energy at. And I was just like, it I don't know, man. Like I said, I'm, I'm not I'm not a church goer, but I, but also I'm not a church hater, you know what I'm saying? Nothing like that there. I I, I, I like I said, I think I finally just have come to the terms that I'm I'm probably more of agnostic than and than atheist. I just I don't know and I can't know, and I, so I don't trip off of it. Is basically where I'm at in in, in life. It, I can understand like the perspective of where what he did. Yeah. It, it's like when I was talking to like my the people at work when you know my thyroid stuff was first going on. Yeah, and I told them I was waiting to find out if you know I had cancer or not, which. Currently back, still doing that. Still waiting to hear that phone, get that phone call. But um, when I was telling everyone in our team chat or our, our Zoom meeting or whatever the one day, you know, a bunch of the women on my team were like, oh, I'm going to pray for you. And I didn't go like, well, I'm not religious, so save your prayers or anything like that. <laughs> save your prayers. It, it was God more of like, I was I just don't. like, <laughs> it's just like, I know that that's their way of saying that they hope for the best for me and you know, yeah. if that's the way that they're going to hope the best for me, then I, all I could do is be like, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Not be like, well, you know, I don't believe in God or, you know, whatever. That's a lot. That's a waste on me. And I, yeah. I'd rather you did like, no, cause that's like, there's no place for that. You know, it's just, they're trying to be positive for you in their own way and just, you know, take it. And that's, and that's exactly the kind of point he's making. Like this person who he does not know, who does not know him has said to him, I will talk to the the to to the person who or the being that I, that 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 in my life I feel you know what I'm saying is is the most important and hope that he does in this in this case he does right by you and that and it, and it's just it, it was such an amazingly positive feeling that like I said it it, it 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 lightweight like I don't know I honestly got felt I felt changed I will tell you that I truly to my core felt changed at that moment I was like. That, that's that is what it is. That is what it should be. It, it should always be us. Just like if it's not going to do harm, and it's going to help make somebody else's existence a little bit better by allowing them to try to make me feel better. Why would you not do that? You know what I'm saying? And like I said, I truly and I told him as much, and he's like, "Man, that's dope." He goes, "That that he goes that helps me feel better about you know." leaving this earth now. And I'm like, God damn, that fucked me up too tonight as we, as we talk. But it's like, I truly just felt more open to, I think a lot of things when he said, when we, after he said that to me, and I know it's just wild, but it's like, here he is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Knock, knock, knocking on death's goddamn door. And he came through with some, some shit for your boy. And I'm just like, okay, that's, that's, that's clearly what, what the lesson I, I was supposed to get taught this day. And I am uh, accepting of it, and 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 and, and felt, like I said, felt truly honored and open to it, and I'm like, that's dope. And so, I hope I do with that well, and I hope I do do right by him with that. You know what I'm saying? I hope I honor what I've I've learned, and I hope I take that lesson and do right by it. You know what I'm saying? So, that's just what went down, and uh, it's pretty dope, man. Like I said, we did a two hour show like tonight, y'all. Me, me and him, I just went up there, and I'm like, hey, man. 
we just talked Sunday and I, we was talking about how time just has gotten away from us. And I know you said you wanted to do the show before and we never got around to it because we kept thinking we could. And now it's looking like we can't. So I'm like, let's do it. Let's do a show right now. And he was very open to it. And we had a great time. So that's what's up. So that's what's going on in my world, man. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a time of introspection. It's a time of sadness. It's a time of joy as well, man. Like I said, generally a fun show tonight. Like I said, when y'all hear it, I think y'all, will, I think there are a lot more laughs than are there than there are tears to be had from that episode. So, Usa. <laughs> uh, but you know what it is, man. Uh, let's walk right down to uh, Reddit Avenue, and then it will take you higher. I have a few of the old amateur assholes and uh, two of them I had saved. No, one of them I had saved and two of them I had to pull tonight because it turns out I've run out of saved shows because all right, here, here, right, this will be, this will be my uh, little addition to my, my show. Week before last, my screen time, I get a screen time pop up uh, every Sunday uh, on, uh, on Apple devices and the week before last, it popped up and said, your screen time is down 24%. And I was like, yo, that's mage. Basically, because I've been playing Zelda. <laughs> uh, my screen time basically shifted to a bigger screen than my phone screen. And then this past Sunday, it popped up, and my screen time had had, had surged up, to, up by like 19%. So basically, I lost all I did, plus went over. And I was like, I... I gotta, I gotta not be on my phone that much, or at least I gotta try to put some effort into uh, staying the fuck off of it. So I went ahead and set timers on uh, my little socials, so like Instagram, Twitter, Snap, and, and TikTok. I give myself an hour a day over all those apps and a few games uh, that I've been uh, fucking with: Snap, Marvel Snap, uh, whatever that one match three puzzle I play. And uh, so forth. And uh, I said, like, the same difference. I said an hour per day for that. And I've been, uh, that's just been going on since this this Sunday morning. But so far, so good. And uh, I think that's just what I'm going to do for the time being. Just uh, back off the the, the the device a little bit. Like I, said, I still got a whole ass iPad here that I watch YouTube on throughout the day when I'm at work and shit. And like I said, it's a giant TV over here that I watch relatively daily. But Again, maybe not the, the the black mirror that I carry around me all the time uh, can uh, get a little less of my time, uh, and I'm tr- I'm working on it because uh, you know there's always workarounds and sneakarounds and so forth. But I'm trying to be good about it, and we'll see what my my numbers reflect uh, this week when they pop up uh, Sunday morning. But I'm working on it, trying to trying to be better about my 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 screen time. So if I go a day and you like, damn, man, team responded or sent me you no know, whatever, because <laughs> I'm working on trying to so uh, own that shit. Worry not. It just means I've run out of a day, <laughs> run out of time for the day, which I've managed to do a couple of times, like early in the morning, because of course it probably went to bed late and was and and, and midnight after midnight counts toward that 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 number, and then to be like, oh well, there you go, it's uh, seven thirty, and you don't have any more uh, social media for the day. Now, of course, you can be like override and say, give me one more minute, give me fifteen minutes, and then you can just say, turn the shit off for the day, and I've yet to turn it off for the day. I have done the one more minute, and I have done the more, fifteen more minutes. But I have not just turned it off. I keep I have kept to uh, trying to be better about my screen time. Anywho, let's get on over here to Reddit. Like I said, I got. Uh, but the point being that because I have not been on Reddit TikTok, I have not been seeing 
my my little subway surfer uh, Emma the assholes that oftentimes inspire me or make me say, "Oh, I got this one from a subway surfer video, y'all." And so I'm I'm running out of saved Emma the assholes, and I need to go through and uh and refresh the feed for some Emma the assholes. So I got the two new ones and uh, and one I had saved. And actually, as I look through, I think I'm lying. I think I have. Oh yeah, I do. I do. This one's a save that I had. Like I said, one saved and two new ones. And uh, let's go. Uh, Am I the asshole for playing favorites by paying for my son's platonic partner to join us on vacation, but not my pregnant daughter's fiance? Hmm. That not a wild ass. Just that title alone. Uh, this one. Am I the asshole for lashing out at my family for calling my fiance my second wife? It is in quotes. So those quotes count. Those quote fingers count. And am I the asshole for refusing to help cook after my wife canceled my catering order? <laughs> so those are those are the, the the joys of the week. Anyone that you make y'all say, read me that one first, just in case time uh, is not uh, on our side. Um, I, I kind of thought the, the um that last one sounded funny. The ca- uh, refusing to cook when the catering order was canceled. Then that is where we'll start. And if I and, and if I'm okay with time, we'll 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 we'll, we'll probably get to the. The other two, or at least one more. Am I the asshole for refusing to help cook after my wife canceled my catering order? This weekend, my wife and I are hosting a retirement party for my mom. We are expecting around 20 people. We're splitting the cost of food and beverages with my brother and his wife. During the planning process, I told everyone that I wanted to get the event catered so that no one had to spend a bunch of time in the kitchen cooking for 20 people. Everyone agreed this was a good idea, and I told them I would take care of it. I placed the catering order last weekend. My wife and sister-in-law have been handling the logistics. And when I told them the cost of the catering, about $300, my sister-in-law made a comment about that being too high. I told her it comes with, comes to about $15 per person, which is basically getting everyone fed for the price of a fast food combo meal, but with much better food. Sister-in-law said that we could save a lot of money if we just cooked the, cooked ourselves instead. The reason cost is an issue for sister-in-law is that they just welcomed their second child two months ago, and I guess they are feeling a bit pinched financially. I explained to sister-in-law again my reasoning behind wanting it catered because I don't want anyone to be burdened with cooking for a large group and that I will gladly pay a bit more than our fair share if that makes her feel better. That seemed to ease her mind. Unbeknownst to me, Sister-in-law and my wife continued talking about it, and sister-in-law had taken upon herself to plan an entire meal that we could cook ourselves for half the price of the catering order. Without discussing anything with me, they decided to cancel the catering order and just cook ourselves. My wife told me this last night. Mm. My wife told me their plan. I asked them who would be doing the cooking, and she said me and her because sister-in-law and brother-in-law would probably have to be watching their kids. I told her that since she and sister-in-law made the decision on their own, I'm not going to help with the cooking at all. I said I would gladly watch the kids while my wife and sister-in-law cook the entire meal for everyone. She told me that I'm being a jerk and sexist if I think that I can just refuse to help and make the women do all the cooking. I told her that she and sister-in-law are the ones who went behind my back and canceled the catering order so they get to get to be the ones to figure out a, the new plan, but I'm not helping. She said sister-in-law was concerned about the cost and that sister-in-law confessed she was worried about money. I told her that's exactly why I offered to pay more, but apparently that wasn't enough. And sister-in-law and my wife needed to be in control of this for some reason. Mm -hmm. 
She told me I need to be more understanding of my brother and sister-in-law's financial situation and that the cooking is cooking isn't that big of a deal, especially when we can all save some money. I told her that since it's not a big deal, she and sister-in-law have will have no problem spending as much time as it takes to cook for everyone while I will entertain the rest of the guests. She told me I'm being an unreasonable asshole for not helping. That is where that concluded. Is this person an asshole? Heck no. And it's yeah, like, I don't think so. It's not. It's not. It's getting. It's it's, it's getting on the uh, on the edge and making my my butt itch. I'm like, come on, man. Like he, he I, I hate when I dislike very much when like this person did all the right things, like all the right things. He said he would pay more. He scheduled it. He said like like he would like he. He took responsibility even after they uh they canceled. He said, "I even watched the kids while while you guys make the food, but you spoil you canceled the plan I made, so I it's no longer the plan I made." And then like that, the wife tried to uh, throw in the sexist thing, and then like kept you know calling him an asshole. That just gives me just an overall bad feeling. And this dude's not an asshole. Well said. Thank you. Uh, so uh, let's go dig around in the old uh, comments here to see if anybody is uh, is awarded anything so far. And if not, I got I got one that he responded to as a, as a backup. I don't see any comments that are glowing. Uh, but I will give you this first comment, which just says, not the asshole. She, in all caps, Canceled the camp, the catering order, so she gets to cook. Has nothing to do with her being a female. Female. They say female. It's already got to worry about it. She is. She and sister in law made a choice that affects everyone else. And somebody said exactly this. Op, you're not the asshole, but your wife is being a major one. I understand that she wants to do what's best for your sister in law, but she needed to discuss it with you and not make the dis- decision and then expect to force you to help out. This is on her and sister-in-law to take care of now. So I clicked on the guy's name to see if he had commented any further on things. And someone responded, it sounds like the women were doing much of the mental and emotional labor of this event. OP, what exactly have you contributed aside from booking the catering? If you were doing all of the planning, how did your wife and sister-in-law even have knowledge of the menu slash catering? The OP responds, oh, please. I coordinate the date. I send out the invitations. There's not much to do beyond food and drinks at that point, which I also took care of before my wife and sister-in-law decided their plan was better. The only thing they were supposed to be working on was activities for the kids, making sure we have enough tables and chairs and everything to set everything up. And they had knowledge of it because I communicated to them like an adult and a partner. Oh, burn. (laughs) (laughs) And this person this person's uh, 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 statement has minus. Oh, so so that that one I just read to you had minus four hundred seven points. Basically, you can downvote on Reddit. And this next person has minus one hundred eleven points. And he said, "How realistic was your offer to watch the kids? E.g., do you have experience with infants? Is the child breastfed? Because if you offered something you you knew wasn't going to work, then it wasn't a real offer, was it? But if there's no reason you couldn't babysit, then that's fair enough." And his response to that was. My wife and I have a three-year-old son. I have experience with infants. Yes, sister-in-law is breastfeeding, but I also know she is pumping, so I'm fully capable of giving him a bottle. 
it's also very likely that my mom and other guests will want to help with the baby as well. And this person wrote, and is minus 309 points. This is fun because this, these, these, this, my man is responding to everybody. Everyone sucks here. Obviously, what? she shouldn't have gone behind your back, but I think you're being insensitive to your brother's financials. If an extra $150 will break them, then they are broke. And I assume that they will have some pride, so your offer to make the difference might not be appreciated. No one wants to be the family loser. And the, the OP response, then maybe don't have a second kid. Oh, God <laughs> damn. But, yeah, and if I would have known this this is going to be such an issue, I would have offered just to cover all the costs and cut brother and sister law out of the process entirely. Would have saved me a huge headache. Uh, again, there's nothing here that this man is wrong on. He is right. People who are trying to argue with him about this shit are being rightfully downvoted here on here here on the Reddit because they they are just wrong. This man did what he said he was gonna do, and they decided, nah. And I get it. They, 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 they money is tight right now. But again, then holler at me, communicate like adults, like he said, and we can probably come to terms. And, uh, I could have had my shit catered like I wanted and been eating good. And now I got to be <laughs> y'all bullshit. Y'all, y'all angry cooked food that ain't going to be as good as my catering situation could have been. Bullshit. I could have so, been eating yeah, good in the neighborhood. Yeah, for sure. For sure. OG Applebee's. Uh, I don't know which one of these I want. Platonic partner vacation situation or. And you know what? I don't like this lashing out second wife situation because the reality of it is, I'll tell you, basically, that man was married before he had married somebody to help them uh, because because their part, because the lady he married was his homeboy, his home girl. Uh, whose family was 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 weird because basically she is certainly uh, probably gay, but she can't come out to her family, so he married her just to get them off her back. So she they would keep paying for her medical school. Mm. Uh, but 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 he but his family knew outright that this was a marriage of convenience and and not a real marriage, and they wouldn't you know you know get down to get down or anything like that. There, he just married her to make sure she her her her, her family pay for her uh, her college and so forth and so on, but. Technically, fully technically, the, the his 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 the, the his fiance is going to be his second wife. It just is honest to God true. Now it's bullshit. They keep bringing it up and talking about it because they because his folk was mad at him for having gotten married and not taking it serious. The sanctity of marriage, hmm. but you know clearly clearly there's no sanctity of marriage when you can go get married in Vegas. And like you know, by Elvis and be divorced the next morning. Uh-huh. There is no sanctity of marriage. Don't <laughs> fall for the bullshit. So uh, that's what's up with that particular one, of y'all. Uh, uh, so I, and again, I'll, I'll put it in the show notes so at least you have access to it. But I do want to know about this, and I have not read this and don't know anything about it. I just know the title, and that is Emma the asshole for playing favorites by paying for my son's platonic partner, which I don't like that turn of phrase, to join us on vacation, but not my pregnant daughter's fiance. Every year, my husband and I, 51 male, 50 female, go on vacation with our children, G, 23 male, H, 26 female. This has been a longstanding tradition. As they got older, they began to express interest in having guests join us. So join us. So our father and I, our father, I'm going to assume that she meant their father, and I implemented a rule that unless you're engaged or married to this person, you aren't allowed to tag along. This rule was implemented while G and, and H were still in the middle, were in middle and high school. We hated being the boring parents, but it saved us from having to look after someone else's child while on vacation. Okay, that makes sense. 
This was never a real hard and fast rule, of course. It was something we said at the time when neither of our children could realistically get be getting engaged. Now they're both over 18, it was kind of it was kind of silently shifted to any serious romantic partner could join us. We've never brought this up, however, because it, it hasn't been relevant. We have been introduced to some of H's partners, but none of them have ever have been around longer than a year. G has never introduced us to anyone. Last year, my son approached and asked if his best friend, R, 24 male, could join us for a vacation that, that year. This was a longtime friend of his, one of my one that my husband and I could basically consider a second son at this point. Hmm. He stayed over with us more times than I could ever possibly keep track of. And in the past, we had considered allowing him to come along when he and my son were still minors, but decided against it as we knew H would also want to bring a friend and didn't have one we knew well enough to allow. This conversation was lighthearted, was a lighthearted one where my son said that he knew they weren't engaged, but he could, he was committed to spending his life with R. <laughs> we agreed that he could come and last year's vacation was a lot of fun despite H's protest. This year, Things have been contentious. H recently revealed that she's pregnant, but we didn't even know she was seeing anyone. We met this man once and after this revelation and during the time we got the news that they are now engaged. They have seemingly been together for four months and she's been pregnant for three of those. She asked if he could come on vacation with us this year. We said no. He argued that this wasn't fair as R is coming again and he and my son aren't engaged. I explained what I did here about how the rule doesn't really apply anymore, but she wasn't having it. She said we are playing favorites and it wasn't fair that we've known R since he was young and knowing and know nothing about this man. I would like outside opinions. Am I the asshole? No. Edit. My husband and I pay for the plane tickets, accommodations and most meals. Any extras, souvenirs, extra expenses, etc., are covered by the kids and their guests who, who want them. Second edit. For the lovely Am I the Devil commenters, I have openly acknowledged in the comments of this post that G might be part of the LGBT plus community. I'm not ignoring it. It's just relevant to our support. Of, it's just not relevant to our support of him or ours inclusion. Whether or not they're both simply uninterested in relationships and have a platonic bond, or if they're in a relationship, he's a part, or if they're in a relationship, he is part of our family regardless. Hope that helps. Because, of course, some people had to be like, he must be gay, because that's always what the internet wants to do with things like that there. And he might be gay, but that's not really what this is about. (laughs) Is this family, this mom and dad, an asshole for not allowing their daughter to bring her fiance? that she's known for four months who knocked her up in month one <laughs> on the vacation. Yeah, raw life. Mm. It's, it, I, this one to me is a little tricky because like, obviously if the parents are the ones paying for everything, they have the right to refuse service, I suppose, to whoever <laughs> they want. <laughs> but... <laughs> Kind of not supportive to support your child and the person they've decided to marry and or get knocked up by, even if it is a stupid decision, because you're going to be stuck with them. So it might behoove you to maybe bring this person along so that you can at least like get to know them in some capacity. If you got the money to be just 
flying people around all willy fucking nilly like it seems like they do. I feel like getting to know you is not something I'm trying to do on my vacation. I agree. I will get to know you over a couple of meals. My vacation is my vibes. I'm I'm going to go chill for a little bit to not deal with this bullshit. I mean, you're going to be dealing with it either way now because, like, you're going to have a knocked up child there who's going to be bitching the whole time that you didn't let her bring her fiance. I mean, whatever, whatever. I will be over here at the ball at at the pool bar at the in in pool bar drinking my margaritas. Yeah, but you could do that even if he was there. Like, I feel like your argument is it's a little thin in that, like, you know, like either if he's there or not, you're going to be dealing with it one way or the other. So it's like. If he's there, like maybe you glean some information from who they are. Fair, fair. I guess one could do that. I just feel like I ain't, I ain't fucking up my vacation because you fucking up, fucking as Anthony said that raw life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess like if you don't bring them, yeah. you're guaranteed to have backlash from the daughter. But if you do bring them, you're not necessarily guaranteed. It's just a possibility. I don't. I don't want to be fucking paying for a stranger either, because this nigga a stranger to me. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. don't know him. If I'm in this job, I would be paying for a stranger to join me on my well, vacation. Like, well, like I said, part of my th- like thesis here is that the family is well off enough to be just fucking throwing out plane tickets like they're Oprah. Yeah. Because it's <laughs> like you know, if I go on like anywhere with my family like this, my parents aren't buying my plane ticket. You know? Yeah. Like I'm, I'm fucking. That's coming out of Daddy Dan's <laughs> savings account. Like, it's, it's, it's a Z- Zaddy Dan. Yeah, Zaddy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's, it's like there's there's different levels for for different tax brackets. And, they, uh, they, they, they seem they seem to have, they seem to have the dough to yeah. be able to afford to just go buy everybody plane tickets. You're right. You're right. And I and I hear you and I see you and I respect it. I'm saying I ain't bringing that motherfucker, but that's because I don't got I don't got yeah, extra we, plane we don't, we don't have fly everyone <laughs> around money, so we're looking at it a little differently. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm looking at it like like because sometimes it's like going out with someone for dinner and finding out that like you got nothing in common and you don't like them, you never want to see them again. You yeah. learn that lesson by the cost of a dinner. If if your money is so stacked that you could fly people around. You could learn by the cost of a plane ticket in a hotel room that, like, you don't fuck with this person, and now you're mad at your daughter for making stupid decisions in your eyes, even though they're, they're free to live their life and marry and date and do whatever they want with whoever. But, you know, you know it's like, are you willing to pay that cost, you know? Because, like I, like I said, like, ruin the vacation, like, what? Like, if you go to a fucking resort, you could just go somewhere without them. They're at the hotel. Like, just, just told me I gotta, you told me I got to meet them and talk to them. Which one is it? No, what, I'm saying, what I'm saying is like you're not stuck with them. Like they're there, but like you could go have dinner without them. You could go on a fucking tour. You could go in the pool. Like you're not gonna be up each other's asses if you don't want to be. Yeah, like, fair enough. I just kind of feel like you knocked up my fucking daughter. <laughs> like you only knew her. For- See, I don't like. I, I don't. I don't like that. Now, yes, I, I guess. I guess technically speaking, you knocked up your daughter. But everybody, everybody involved in that fucking operation, bro. <laughs> Hold on, this is my thoughts. <laughs> like, I've never met you before. You got my my daughter is pregnant by you. How about that? Your daughter's pregnant by Fair you. Fair enough. I never met you before. 
And you expect me to go on a whole ass vacation and like spend I, I wonder does I wonder does he actually expect to be involved in the vacation or does she just expect to be like you come with me on vacation? He may not even want to be doing this. Uh, I, uh, wh- whatever the case may be, I'm not about to pay for this fucking privilege. I'm not. I'm just not. Like, he, I already, the, the person that my son has taken, I've known for years and consider a second son. You have not crossed that 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 threshold of being considered a second son yet. And what what makes that worse is that's a is is her fiance, and I still know I haven't met you before. Makes no sense. Yeah. Uh, first comment is yes, you're the asshole. Mm. You move the goalposts without warning. It's really hard for you to deny that Helen. I, I don't know where you put oh. Helen at because that woman definitely said H. So you've decided this person's name is Helen has a romantic partner when she's pregnant and has introduced her partner to you. Plus they're engaged. Must they be married for multiple years to bring them to, up to your standard that allow Glenn to bring Romeo? They must know these people yes. if they're giving names out, right? Or will you move the goalposts again and see they also need to be regular visitors? Next comment underneath says, even in a practical sense, this would have been provided an opportunity, and this is what Dan said, to get to know him better in a peaceful environment. Maybe H should have been more open about her pregnancy and relationship, but this is a proper time to make amends and start building a lifelong relationship because they're already together with an unborn child. What One thing that you have to consider when it comes to anger, like they just said, making amends. You can't tell me what I make fucking amends is, boy. Don't don't come to me telling me when to make menses. I make menses when I say menses should be made. Let me let me get my vacation on first, and we'll then we'll talk. Let me get my uh, my toesies in the sand, and then after that, you know, we'll get back to it. Uh, this person said, "There's there's less expensive and construct and constricting ways to get to know somebody. Family dinners, local outings, game nights, barbecues, patio drinks, camping, walking dogs." Maybe I'm a guy. I mean, in the goddamn minority, but these are obvious first steps to building a relationship with potential in-laws. But the goal shouldn't be getting their good books. The goal needs to be the, the actual relationship building, trust, and comfort from both perspectives. Uh, just just like I did last time, because this one is a, I think it's a little too fresh to have any glow in the dark comments. So we'll look at some of the OP's comments. Uh, this person's response was, to be fair, while OP is clearly the asshole, hmm. G and R get, get to classify their relationship however they want. If right now they told the OP they're two guys being dudes with a platonic lifelong commitment, then OP is right to respect that up until they're informed otherwise. I'm glad they've accepted their son's life partner. Uh, as for the daughter, I wouldn't be pushing her away at such a critical point in her life. If OP's fear come true and the guy is a piece of trash, then they should want to be close to their daughter and grandchild, not alienated. And the OP response, I appreciate you and others who have acknowledged this in the comments. I've had many conversations with my son over the years about identity, which has led me online to read up on read up on ones I didn't quite understand, such as aromantic and asexual. Those two are still something I have trouble fully wrapping my head around, but I do understand the concept of platonic life partnership. My son has been open about not being straight since he was a teenager but so far has not provided me, his dad, or his sister with a label or specific terms to refer to his relationship. 
I didn't realize that that wouldn't be me. That would be me labeled naive in the comments. I'm simply trying to respect his wishes. Again, they were trying to make him gay in, in the in the comments without knowing a goddamn thing. And and mom was like, Man, I don't know what to call this motherfucker. He ain't telling me what to call him. Respect it. Uh, uh, moving goalpost again. Opportunity to see how this guy treats your daughter. So again, it was never about comfortability. It was always about about what? So my son about not about not wanting to pay. People is wilding, bro. It's like, like don't don't be don't be pocket watching me, man. I'm not the one. It's honestly, <laughs> yes, money is a factor, but it's not the. I don't think it's the main thing. I got. I just kind of feel yeah. like. There's better, like they said, it's better places to have a first meeting and like a, like a get to know you section. And me going on vacation ain't one of them. He gonna be on his best behavior uh, out of town. I mean, he go, he is gonna be I, on his best behavior out of town. Yeah, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't think uh, this person is an asshole for this. I don't think they moved the goalposts. I think they made up a, a silly a silly rule at the point when their children were in high school and junior and middle school that they didn't expect ever to actually live on going forward. So people are like, you moved the goalposts. It's like, no, dumbass. We made a rule up when they were little <laughs> so we didn't have to take their friends on vacation with us. That wasn't actually a rule. It was just some bullshit we made up to keep whatever. Now it's time to actually abide by rules and, and, and they are as such. I got to know you I got to be cool with you before I spend money on you. That's reasonable to me. <laughs> so, no, I don't think this person has hope. But Reddit is definitely on a, a disagree with us. We move the goalpost. The fuck out of here. <laughs> fuck you and your goalposts. <laughs> uh, in the realm of entertainment, I don't know what I, 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 you know what I did? I restarted Ted Lasso from the from the first episode. Started watching that all over again. That was great. <laughs> uh, I can tell I, because uh, my TV told me you're on episode two. There you go. So <laughs> I uh, I watched uh, Hot Ones today with Melissa McCarthy. Great guest. Uh, it was uh, to me, it was a great time. She was she's a real fun guest. She does not do well with spicy foods, so it's that much more hilarious because she uh, is, is is just has fun regardless. And uh, try something that I always thought people should do, and that is ready whip. It should just hit the hit the mouth already. It should, in theory, kind of work like a fire extinguisher, right? Fill your mouth with some heavy cream and coach your tongue, hopefully. Uh, because she did not just take it to the face, she kind of spray, she kind of gasped herself first, like she's doing weird. Yeah, That's why I, I feel like she didn't I'm do. I, I feel like I feel like it doesn't count as a as a as a as a, as a, as a good test, like it should have. But uh, hey, what are you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> what what uh, I haven't watched yet. What did she? She had real real wings, right? Yes. What what would you guys choose if you were doing it? Um, I, uh, probably tendies. Yeah, I was gonna say nuggets, yeah. tenders. Like, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. want to be fucking around with the bones, like trying to do an interview. I'd be more concerned with like biting a bone or trying to get the meat off the fucking thing than like it being hot. Yeah. Yeah. Just real, because just because it's you know, like I said, little little tinnies or like or little, they're palpable. Mm -hmm. so I can get through them, kind of just chew them and talk at the same time. You know what I'm saying? So, I think that's what I would ride out with. I've seen them use the uh, the vegan chicken wings that have a stick on them, yeah, as if that makes a drumstick or whatever. And I'm like, mm, I get it, I I understand, but mm, not for me. 
And uh, who was that? Rachel Ray came through and uh, did it with the spoon, right? She ate the hot sauce with spoons. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. That was whack. <laughs> like, don't do that. Weirdo. Just eating the hot sauce. Uh, the bomb uh, straight almost took her ass out. Like, like it does many a person, but it did in a way that I was like, God damn. It really did. She was a good guest. She was a fun guest, which is expected. Chris Lambert was just talking to talking to us about how when he uh uh met her, uh she was so nice and open and so forth. So I feel like that's the type of person she is. And I think this that that uh, that, that is dope. And it's like I said, it's what it's what I definitely noticed on the on the on the how was this week. Uh but I, I hadn't really been watching too much of anything. I uh for I I forgot what uh, box had told me to watch up until I edited the podcast and remembered it was Clerks 3. So at some point I need to sit and watch Clerks 3. <laughs> uh, you said that was on Showtime? Stars. stars. On Stars. Yeah. yeah. So, and, there was uh, something so I, that else that I had watched uh, when we recorded that episode that I forgot to mention until mm-hmm. Anthony and I went to that toy store. Yeah. And it was uh, oh. the American Gladiators 30 for 30. I tried to watch that. It's in oh. Spanish. It was in English on the. There's multiple. You got to look for the right one because there was like multiples. Okay, okay. I, I have to go back in, but I do want to watch that. I'll watch that. That's on uh, ESPN Plus. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. I actually would like to see that. I fuck. I fuck. Yeah, there, I fuck there's two parts, so in total, it's like two and a half hours. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, I will definitely get down with that. Uh, still playing Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom uh, is still my shit. I did play a little bit of this new season of Fortnite. I did pretty well. I came in second place uh, uh, once, and I was like, I'm okay with that. For for, I'm I'm Xbox controls are just different enough from Switch controls that I am really in Zelda mind, as I was really fucking up a lot. So to be fucking up as much as I was in Fortnite and still make it to uh, the last of one on one, I was like, I'm okay with that. I'll take that loss, and uh, I-, I could probably do better next time, so I'm okay with that. Uh, ooh, I actually wrote down... Uh, what I'm, I'm listening to is uh, Prisoner of Circumstance by Bodie James. It's Bodie's first uh, first release since he got into a, a real jacked-up car accident and was injured to a point where people was like, yo, Bodie might not make it. So I'm glad that uh, Bodie has indeed made it and is making more music. And it's a it's a very good uh, album. Uh, actually, you have I just got a, a, a notification today that uh, uh, my copy of his uh, album with uh, Nick Craven, Fair Exchange, No Robbery, has shipped and uh, should be arriving sooner than later. I actually got a. Uh, Freddie Gibbs uh, arrived today and oh, nice. sold my soul. It is the Spotify of. Uh, uh, fans first edition on blue cobalt vinyl. I'll have to open it and give it a look uh, here before I uh, nod off. And my podcast recommended for the recommendation for the week is basically friend of the show, Seth Macy's podcast over on IGN Nintendo voice chat. Now for the last six, seven, eight weeks, it's been all Zelda and uh, Brian Altano has been hosting, but normally when it's just Nintendo voice chat, Seth, uh, Seth host, and uh, it's a damn good show. And, and Seth's an amazing host. And, uh, I would uh, highly recommend you check out if you are into games and Nintendo in particular, Nintendo voice chat over on IGN. Also available anywhere podcasts are. So that is my entertainment for the week. What about you guys? I think I gave you most of mine. During my segment, yeah. yeah. You kind of read through uh, your whole selection, so you're good. A new episode of Silo was up, apparently. 
Uh, yeah, it drops on Friday, so the would okay. be up today. Yeah, I, I've been watching um, on since you're talking about uh, Apple. Um, I've been watching Platonic um, on mm-hmm. there on the new Max. I've been watching um, the other two, um, season three. Um, what else have I been watching? Um, so. I got rid of it'll be my last day tomorrow. Oh shit, today. No, yeah, today is definitely today for Discovery Plus because I was told that everything will be moving over from Discovery Plus to HBO Max. Max and that is not true. Man Fire Food yeah. isn't gonna be on there. So I had to break it to my oldest son, like, hey man, we gotta find something else to watch. I got rid of um Discovery Plus thinking everything was moving over, but not Man yeah. Fire Food. So we've been watching uh, Triple D, and we've been watching um, uh, Man Man versus Food, like the uh, the new iteration of it. And he was like, "Yeah, this is our new show right here. This is one I." So uh, I, I I feel good about that that he's not so disappointed. Um, and that was about it because like I didn't really watch a ton of TV when I uh, when I was off work, and I've been off work for yeah. pretty much a a week so yeah um oh yeah and i'll uh i got on hbo max i'm also watching uh celebrity iou okay that about um it's with the uh the property brothers and they pick a it's a celebrity every week that they pick somebody in their life that they want to do something nice for and um the celebrity and the property brothers rehab this person's house it's usually it's uh it's a pretty good show what are the level of celebrity here? Um, it depends. Like they don't have like Kevin. Uh, they're usually pretty big celebrities. Like Kevin Hart. Okay. This week is um, um Heidi Klum. The the okay. one I'm watching. So, so honestly, guy, honestly, guy, celebrities are not you know reality TV show stars. Yeah. And, and I, I'm I, I'm definitely not trying to pocket watch, but sometimes I'll be thinking like, man, why don't you just buy them a new fucking house? Why y'all why y'all rehabbing this house they live in? Because like um the Kevin Hart's was pretty good because like it, he did his trainer and yeah. um they turned like they they had just bought their like their their house proper so Kevin yeah. Hart like transformed um the garage into like um yeah. like an office slash uh like kick uh kicking spot for his uh for his for his trainer and it was like it, yeah. it was pretty great um most of them are pretty good, and it's of course they they're doing something nice for a friend or a family member because I mean to be honest, it ain't their money. Like, like this is my money, and this is what I do with it. I'm gonna do something for you. I don't I don't have to do anything. I earned this shit. I cried on that stage. Yeah. Uh, two things. One, I got an email from uh, Discovery Plus saying stream your uh, select select faves on uh max from uh discovery plus so that's basically how they get around that they not that's how they let you know we ain't putting everything on here yeah and second i forgot to tell you uh i am watching the great american baking show over on roku tv uh because we are reviewing that over on crimpetitia uh, we recorded the first episode this week and uh it will be out uh before this episode is out so uh by the time you hear this uh you have available in the kp uh feed Episode one of series six of the Great American Baking Show. 
it uh, thus far seems to be a pretty darn good uh, situation there. Dig it. Uh, yeah, there you go. That, is, that, that <laughs> of course, I'm saying co-host over here. It got to be. Uh, we uh, we'll, we'll, along with Big Jew. Uh, but you know what it is. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share the show wherever possible. Uh, if you want to support the show financially and got a couple of dollars that's also our way, get in on the good times over on Patreon, man. Members of the uh, $5 and above tier get extra content uh, each month and early access to new shows. I was looking at somebody else's Patreon. I was like, I might might do that. Is a bit of, there's a tweak. There's There might be some tweaking in order. And so uh we will see uh how that plays out if I if I if I do that. Uh merch, man. You wanna buy a shirt? <laughs> a notebook, a pillowcase, a uh, a wall hanging? <laughs> All are available over at tpublic.com slash user slash stage crunchy and milk. That's all one word, stage crunchy and milk, and uh you can go in there and see what they have and what you would like to have of your own. And uh, feel free to give us a call or text at 216-264-6311. That's 216-264-6311. We'd certainly love to hear from you and hear from you. We certainly have. This is from, of course, the OG. It is from April. And she just gave us a text message to go around. It says, thank you so much for your dedication in providing us with quality content for 10 years. Three Hancock emojis and a heart. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know when I first started to listen, but you have made me laugh change my perspective on topics and feel empathy. Thank you. All of your guests were wonderful with Delvin and Chaffee. We got to hear more of your stories and opinions with the games that you guys played. Karen and Rod were both fantastic as well as Nick Jew. Love me some. What's the tea and Chris Lambert here is to another 10 plus years with you all. P.S. The episode where Tatum and Gabe's kids graduate high school will have me boohoo crying. <laughs> so we, luckily we got a while. <laughs> but uh, I, I hear you there and I respect it and I see you. And thank you so much for uh, being such a dedicated listener. Uh, I, oddly enough, I use. OK, so. As, as, as Dan and Anthony know, we were sitting on my couch last week and uh, and, and and Dan said, heavy is the head that wears the crown. Sort of like that, uh, 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 you know, mannequin head you got over there. And I was like, oh, cool. I'll take a picture of that. That'll be the show art for the week. Took a picture of it, made the show art this week. And then when I was about to go post it on Instagram today, I was like, I don't like this. Don't like the way the text looks. Don't like the way the picture looks. I don't like none of this. I'm going to do something different. And so then I decided I'm going to do something different. And it dawns me what I need to do. And I'm like, so I set up, I got this light right here and I'm setting up, I'm trying to take a picture of this damn mannequin head. And it's just like, it will not take the picture like I wanted to. And I'm like, it's too much light on this side, too much shadow on this side. I need more light. And what do I have? Because April sent it to us a whole ass, another ring light. Boom. Pull the ring light out, set it up. Today's show art is a direct line back to our patron and our friend and our listener, April, because it it was with her gift of a of a of a of a very nice ring light that I made today's show art. Uh, the 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 current show art, which is t- to me loads better than the. I don't know if any, if, if either of y'all saw the original. Uh, but I, yeah. shit, you know what? I, I only saw the one that is still up. Yeah, I wonder if I go back and pull down the show. Is it going to be the updated art? Which it probably is. 
but <laughs> let me see. I'm gonna click stream now. That will be stream now. Oh, hey, look, you can just hear my show in the background. <laughs> Convert to a download. Let me do that right quick. And let's see what happens if I convert it to a download. But um, like I said, basically, uh, I was unhappy with the original art in, in a way that made me say, let me change some things and tweak some things. And the art that I ended up with is like $20,000 better. I was so much more happy with what I ended up doing the second time around. And it, and it doesn't happen often, but it does happen from time to time where I'm just like, I don't fuck with that. <laughs> All right. Well, that's just going to give me, it's not, I was trying to show y'all with the, with the OG. Oh, it is. So, okay. And in fact, I'll just screenshot and send it to you. It's that much easier to write. There you go. This is what it, this is what it did look like. And then I have the one, what it actually, what it, what I actually ended up with. And I'm so much happier with what I ended up doing the second time. Um, that has nothing to do with anything. And I probably could have not, not brought it up. In the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's late. I'm getting a little punch drunk and it's okay. That is Tatum two one six. Yes. That is Lunchbox two zero nine nine. Thick in all the right places. Zaddy. <laughs> yes, bitches. I am the Internet Terror seven thirteen. You've just been podcast too, and I know you loved it. We will catch you next time. Peace. What happened to your ass? It used to be beautiful.